<laughs> well, <laughs> I shouldn't have hit the live button yet. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another installment of the Final Scoop Podcast. My name is Robert Chinesky, the self-load engineer. And joining me, as always, is my international band of brothers, broadcasting from the murky depths of hell, Lucas Troublemaker Witkowski. The Thunder from Down Under, Shane Smith, Stack.com. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie, the Russian crusher, Sam Borsky, Apollo Nutrition. Welcome, my friends. Here we are, off to the races. Episode number 62 going down right now. For all the listeners tuning on the live stream, thank you so much for joining us. Post up any comments, questions, queries, quips, smart-ass remarks you might have for our panel or cocktail concoctions because today is the first Saturday, first official Saturday of college football season. So if you've already started tailgating or you're already three sheets to in because your team lost early this morning for the 11 a.m. kickoff games, let us know how those are all going, and uh, we'll answer anything and everything you guys have to throw at us over the course of the next couple of hours that we're on. And as always, make sure to uh, do everything for the algorithm. Tickle the like button, smash the subscription bell, like, comment, subscribe, and do all that other good shit too. So, uh, and make sure to use the, the, the discount code. Yes. Final scoop for the fat discount on the Apollo Nutrition side. <laughs> God, and none of us have had any liquid encouragement today either in the form of alcohol. This is just us in our uh, normal state. So we do have to mention our sponsor for the show, Green Cola, the unofficial yes. official sponsor of the Final Scoop. Green Cola. I don't think Green Cola would want to sponsor us. <laughs> I need to learn. I need to learn the the Greek word. How's it like? Hello or something? There Maybe you try to. Opa. I know that. I know that. That's about it. That's all I know from Greek. Oh, what's going on, Brooke? Brooke, are you watching football? I know you're a Gators grad, but do you actually watch Gator football? Or are you kind of ambivalent towards it? What are you drinking, Robbie? Right. Which flavor is that? Sour gummy bear. That's a good choice. Like, I don't think I've tried that flavor. I've tried the Lemonheads one. And mango? Is there a mango one? Um, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, th this is this is a flavor that I would never try, but it was like heavily recommended and I mm -hmm. it's it's amazing. It's really good. I think Please. Lucas, you told me it's white grape. White grape, yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Sour gummy is white grape. Uh, yeah, it does taste like white grape. Yeah, it tastes literally like white grapes. Yeah, so good. Why do they call it white grape and not red grape or purple grape or green grape? I mean, I feel like that's a little... Uh... No, they don't call it on a can. On a can, it says white gummy bear. No, I'm talking but... like flavors of like pre-workouts when they say white grape. I mean, how often oh, yeah. do you actually see a white grape at the store and go and find one and eat one? It's kind of like blue raspberry. You never see a blue raspberry anywhere, and I understand it's a combination of blueberry and raspberry, but... You know, it's, it's one of those weird things. Well, at the end of the day, you know, it's all about, like, they, they, they want to come up with something that nobody else does. And yeah. then instead of being creative, everybody just copies each other. That, that's pretty much it. Agreed. Hey, all. What's going on, Simon? We haven't seen you. You haven't dropped a comment in early uh, in a couple of weeks. So good to see you back. Polish friend. What's up? Brooke, absolutely not. Never really been a fan of football. A sports match never should take four hours to finish. No, I agree. College football has gotten really out of hand in recent years with the amount of commercials and play stoppages and all of that, especially with the introduction of uh, instant replay into college football. I mean, it used to be when Sandy and I were in, in at LSU, and even before that, 
you'd be in and out within three hours at most. And that's including like all the shit we had to do as band, like lining up, marching pregame, halftime shows, marching out of the stadium, playing for the alma mater and all that. We'd be done. And nowadays it's like four and a half hours. You're lucky if the college football game is over and done with by then. It's just, it's gotten very, very bloated. Yeah, so. it's actually a valid point. Like, you know, no matter how good the sport is or how big of a fan you are, just there is a limit to how long your concentration lasts. And then at a certain point, you just kind of get tired of it. The only sport for some reason that, you know, even though it is sometimes goes on like for three hours or so, is tennis. For some reason, I always thought of tennis like before I used to be a fan, just years ago. I always yeah. thought it was very boring. Once I kind of got into it and I started watching, for some reason, that's the only sport that lasts like so long that I don't get bored. Interesting. Very interesting. Are there any restrictions as far as like Rona? Uh, it's going to depend on the the conference that the teams are in, which the teams are playing, the cities that the games are taking place, and all of that shit. So some stadiums are probably going to make you have to present proof. Some other ones are going to make sure you're having to wear a chin diaper. Other ones are going to have to probably make you show all kinds of other nonsense. So I don't know. But most of the stadiums are like full capacity. So, I mean, a bunch of college football games are already sold out. And like, especially if you're in like the southeast portion of the country, uh, it's it's, you know, no holds barred. If you live in a state that enjoys freedom like Florida or something, man, it's just blow and go and let people live their normal shit. So, hey, guys. Hi, John. Think technology has become too integrated into sports, like how they use eagle eye cameras to tell if the ball minusculely touches the outline. Yeah, and that's something that's interesting. Like, it's, I guess we should try to make the games as precise and accurate as possible so you don't have one of those Brady tuck rule situations like they did in the early 2000s when they were playing the Raiders, which basically, you know, launched Tom Brady and the Patriots to all of that success. Um, but at the same time, you know, do you. Should, shouldn't there be a human element, or do we want it so precise that we're letting technology kind of dictate anything and everything? Because, I mean, baseball is getting to that point, too, where they're, they're having the strike zone zone in, and they've got, like, this specific little regimented thing. So do we even need umpires for a certain game? Like, do we are we going to completely um, computerize the human element out of the games? I mean, I don't know if any of y'all are really big sports guys, but do y'all have any opinion on that one way or the other? Technology the shit out of it. I, I think that uh, it, it depends, I think, on the sport. I can say, like, I'm, I'm a huge fan, of course, of soccer, and sometimes the decisions are made. Like, for example, uh, I mean, even those who are not huge soccer fans, take, for example, um, Diego Maradona, right? I mean, he was a superstar of soccer, and, you know, coming from Argentina, there is still a huge argument who is the better player, him or Messi. Yeah. And the argument was always, well, Maradona won the World Cup, which is a stupid argument because it didn't. It's the team who won the World Cup, not, you know, it's not an individual sport. Yeah. But besides that, you know, he does have a World Cup to his name in 1986. However, if you look at the, I think it was a semifinal against England, he scored the winning goal with his hand. I mean, it's clear that it was, you know, scored. He actually punched the, you know, the, the ball with his hand and that's how they won. Yeah, he gave it a tap or something, but it's very, very clear, especially with technology and everything you can see. Uh, obviously, the referee didn't see it or didn't want to see it. I, I don't know what it was, but the bottom line is it was counted as a goal. Argentina won. They, won, they went into the final, and they basically became world champions. Clearly, he was, it was cheating because it was done on purpose. It wasn't like, you know, accidental or anything like that. In today's uh, soccer, you know, they do actually, if something is questionable, they do kind of rewatch it. 
you know, on a, on a TV, and then it's made, the decision is made one way or the other. So in that regard, obviously, it's, it helps. But I think it depends on the sport. It depends. I mean, sometimes technology takes, takes over and it's a little bit too much. The human aspect is taken out of the sport. Uh, but sometimes it's, it's necessary. I think it's very, very subjective and depends on the sport itself. Yeah. Rise of the machines. Yep. Uh, Simon says, who you got, Robbie? Till or Brunson and why? Ugh. I want to say as of late, probably Brunson. I think Till has maybe a little bit better stand-up, but uh, he was inactive for a while. And I think Bronson's been on an absolutely, I hate predicting fights. I absolutely hate doing it because one punch can decide everything. But for argument's sake, I'm going to say based on recent couple of fights, Bronson, but it's, it's a very exciting fight. What's going on, Simply Too Deep? How is your day going, fellas? Mine's going well. I'm excited for, uh, for college football today. So after our kickoff is... Seven o'clock tonight, we're going over to a, a friend's house, another guy that, <clears throat> or a woman that works in the college administrator office, like that helps kids get into college and do all the ACT prep and all that stuff. So they live a couple blocks over from us. We're going over there. They're, the husband is a Clemson grad. The wife is an Auburn grad. And for anybody that does, has no clue what the hell I'm talking about, Auburn is another team in the SEC like LSU is. Clemson is another major football power in the ACC that LSU actually beat in the national championship a couple of years ago. Um, neither, neither the three of our teams are playing each other today, but we're just going over there. They're cooking a big hole. Shane and Lucas will be happy. They're roasting this giant pork shoulders. We're going to have pulled pork. And then there's going to be some other little kind of food that neither of y'all would be interested in there, but there's going to be a lot of meat. And then I'll be making old fashions and mules and everything else. Okay. So no vegetables or salad. (laughs) No, no, there won't be. Well, he, he might have some bacon wrapped asparagus. I think he said, uh, he's making some mac and cheese. None of that counts as, 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 I mean, there is vegetables in it, but that yeah. that dish doesn't sound like it's re- relying on the asparagus for the for Oh, the no, no, it's like he roasts, like he's got one of these giant smokers and it's going to be doing like a whole pork shoulders and be doing that. So we'll have pulled pork sandwiches and macaroni and cheese, bacon wrapped asparagus. I'm bringing a fruit platter that he asked me to bring and uh, the bourbon to make all kinds of cocktails. Robert, by the way, sorry, forgot to ask how, how your parents and uh, you know how is everybody? How is the family in Louisiana? Uh, they yeah. still don't have power. They've been out of power since the storm hit last Sunday. Um, but they do have a natural gas generator that's running through the thing, so it's hooked into like the city line of natural gas that runs into their house. They got that back when Katrina hit, or after Katrina hit, back in '05. So they've been kind of prepped for this whenever it happens. Um, the generator's got a life or the oil cycle life of like 250 to 300 hours. So they've got the text from the generator company coming out on Tuesday of this coming week. Cause that's when the oil will need to be checked and replaced if that, but outside of that, they've got the generator sized enough to where that it po- it can power everything in the house. Cause you can size it to like only do the AC in the fridge, or you can do like everything you want in your whole goddamn house. If you want to like TV, internet, all of that stuff. Uh, luckily they didn't have much roof damage with their house. No, there's no flooding. This was more of a, a wind damage kind of storm. And one of the, the reason like 90% of the parish that they live in. So most States in the U S have counties and that's, you know, a bunch of cities going to one County, Louisiana, since it's, you know, heavily Catholic and all that stuff. settled by French, we have parishes everywhere. So it's a parish is like a County for lack of a better uh, way of defining things. Um, 
the parish that they live in, which is on the south side of New Orleans, is 98% of those are, and basically like when the storm is coming up from the Gulf, New Orleans and Jefferson Parish, that's all, that's like right Hurricane Alley right there where they're coming up by the mouth of the Mississippi. Um, so 98% of their parish didn't have any power because one of the main giant like power towers there, that energy towers, went poof. So you got the Mississippi River running here, that bitch bent in half and like knocked out entire power for that whole Jefferson Parish. So lights are slowly starting to come back on there. My aunt who lives a couple blocks over from my mom and dad, uh, they had about 80% of their roof blown off. And then my cousins that live across from my aunt. So they're, they're chid, you know, her kids live across the street from her and they lost about 50% of their roof, but they've got tarps on the roof. Both of their houses have generators that they've been running on and they're pretty well stocked up on food and just boiling the shit out of water. Um, as things go, but, uh, yeah, I mean, all as, as, uh, it could have been much worse if they didn't have a generator or something. My parents would be here with us right now. And my aunt probably would have come with, uh, you know, my cousins too. But, uh, you know, all, all things considered, it could have been much worse. Uh, they're in better shape than they were after Katrina. So that's a good thing. But yeah. What about Jersey, Rob? Because y'all had that wicked tornado that came through. And I was talking, it was funny. I talked to you, uh, was it Thursday morning? I talked to you Thursday morning. And then a couple hours after that, uh, Mark over at Nutribio had called me about something else. And so I was too, I was getting here and about, you know, that, that tornado that ripped through Jersey and the, the massive flooding and stuff that y'all had going. So how's everything on your end? Yeah. I mean, the gym actually lost power, I think after we closed though, for only like maybe half an hour because Sharif stayed there and uh, he was kind of stuck because there was flooding outside. Yeah. So he was there. We lost power maybe for about half an hour. The storage facility that we have next to the gym there was a little bit of water the next day, but nothing got damaged, so we were okay in that regard. And I live a little bit more south Jersey, so the only thing we had pretty much was just a little rain and nothing else. But uh, central and north Jersey, they got hammered pretty heavy. Okay. I actually, I uh, yeah. Carolina's good and uh, yeah, Atlanta, all them. everybody is good. We, we actually went today to a car dealership because, you know, we're looking for to get a car for Jess mm -hmm. now that she starts school. And uh, we went to a couple of dealerships, and one dealership told us that I think it's a Lexus. Uh, North. Buying your daughter a Lexus? No, I mean, no, it must no. be good to be a brand owner. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> me and Robert still hanging with the Corolla. Yeah, even <laughs> even if I could, I, that that would not be the case. No, we went to actually to Nissan, but uh, the guy was telling us that uh, Lexus uh, somewhere up uh, up north, they actually lost all the cars. In a showroom, all the cars, I think it's like 80 cars, pretty much were damaged, destroyed. The entire showroom, the, the windows, everything came down. I think he said another dealership, but I don't remember which one. I know he said Lexus, but there is another one, uh, maybe, maybe Kia or something, that also got destroyed pretty heavily. So, you know, there's definitely damage. I mean, I know a lot of cars were damaged, and a lot of people lost their cars, basically. Yeah. Damn. I'm glad y'all are making it through. Is, did y'all have a lot of power outages? Are there? How is the infrastructure network? So New Orleans is below sea level. So when it floods, like they turn on pumping stations to pump all that water out of there because of like the flood walls that we have surrounding the city of New Orleans. If water gets in, it basically like it holds the water in. It doesn't let it drain out. So that's why you have to have the pumping stations pump all that shit out of there. Yeah, um, well here it's not too bad. I mean, uh, there is no like, yeah. I mean, I'll tell you what. I was leaving a pond on Thursday around 6 p.m., 
And um, I don't know if you remember, but uh, when you turn right out of the parking lot, there's like a little mm -hmm. bridge. So you have to go kind of like a downslide. So that was flooded pretty badly. But because yeah. my car is a little bit higher, I went through no problem. But what I heard, like literally maybe two or three hours later, that was it. Like nobody could actually drive there. So it was yeah. pretty bad. But the next day, I came to a pond, was dry. Okay. Good. Justin Thompson, just getting a quick Rock Chalk Jayhawk in. First one since October 2019. There you go. And LSU's former coach used to coach at Kansas. They have a new coach now. But, uh, yeah, you want LSU? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see about that. If y'all get a, a decent record, then we might end up in a bowl game. Or maybe Kansas will jump into the SEC like everybody else seems to be wanting to do these days. Did y'all hear that? Did y'all hear that noise? What? Okay, there was some like high pitched buzzing sound that just went by the outside over there. Yeah. yeah. Simply too deep. Once again, thanks for answering my goofy question from streams last week, guys. My example sounded unrealistic, but just making conversation. Hey, that's what we're here for, man. And nothing is uh, too uh, inappropriate or off the wall. At least we haven't broached that point yet, at least. Some of the topics they get on Fuad's podcast every now and then, I'm like, oh. I don't know how these guys just talk about some of that stuff. It's that's a different level of comfort, I guess. To be fair, the other week when um, your wife sent that video and said, "How do I poop?" and then I <laughs> yeah. said I was going to take a photo of my poop and be like, "Yeah, here's my shit." Clearly, I don't need vegetables to take a good shit. And see, I was I was sitting there. It was literally two days after, and I had laid a pretty solid log. It was round. I was like, "This is this is the ideal photo." And then I was like, "I don't know if they're ready. I don't know if it's okay for me to share a picture of my shit just to prove that my shit is indeed good and can be done." Well, here without I'll just vegetables. give you. I'll give you uh, Sandy's cell phone number, and then you can just send it to her directly. So you, you can just bypass me entirely. I don't know if she wants to see my shit. I think it's, it's, it's a level of appropriateness. Hold on a second. So you're saying you're not sure if she wants to see your shit. What gives you an no, idea? Anyone wants to see your shit? No, that's what I was saying. <laughs> I don't. When, when, when Robert was saying, he's like, oh, the stuff they talk about on that podcast sometimes is a bit much. And I'm like, see, I don't know if it was, if it was my wife and my wife was like, hey, dude. Is just what your shit look like? I would have just been like, take a picture. I wouldn't have batted an eye. Yeah, because because I, I woke up this morning and I sent a text message to Robert. I was like, I wonder what Shane's shit looks like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was the thing. I didn't think we were there yet. I didn't think we were at that level where I could just be like. And I was looking at it. and I was like, it does look pretty good. No, let's leave it's, it. It's almost, I don't know why, but I'm like, I want to say, like, I'm looking forward to when we're at that level. But it's I'm not, coming. It's, it's coming. coming. It's coming. Okay. But I wanted to, well, because his wife, Sandy, was like, how do you poop? And I'm like, what the fuck? I don't know the entire scientific uh, breakdown of digestion and how you poop. But guess what? I didn't eat vegetables in the three days prior, and I did a fantastically smooth log. <laughs> You know what? I, I actually, you know, um, 
I, I'm, I'm all for for research and shit like that. But the thing is, is that people are always saying eat your vegetables so you can have good digestion and you can poop and, and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, I, the more I think of it, and like I said, I'm not getting into science of it because I have very little to no interest when it comes to it. But, you know, I mean, uh, hearing people like being on uh, no carb diet or even the carnivore diet, right? Like, for example, what's his name? Uh, Joe Rogan, right? He, when he was documenting him being for 30 days on a, on a carnivore diet, more than anything, he said, like, the first, I think, few days, if I'm not mistaken, he fucking was not leaving the bathroom. It was, like, nonstop. Yeah. I don't know. Basic if, liquid just coming out. Or uh, Mark Bell said the same thing. You know, so I, I don't know so much. Like I said, it's not something I'm interested in exploring more <laughs> or doing research. But I, I'm starting to think that, you know, vegetables and all that, it's really not necessary in order, you know, to prove, I just think that it's like, you know, we're coming to a point where um, it's like was believed for years, decades ago, that you have to eat your vitamins, you know, eat your vegetables, eat your fruit, and, you know, you're going to get all your vitamins and minerals. And I mean, right now we know that it's complete bullshit. And if anything, you're probably going to harm your body more than you're going to do any good because of all the sugar that you're going to consume from fruit. Um, you know, so I think that. Well, now I'm going to stop you. Right, I don't think you're going to hurt your body consuming fruit like that. That's that's uh, like no, old school well, bodybuilder stuff. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Listen, listen. The bottom line is, if you want to get in shape, uh, you're going to eat. You know, you're going to eat high protein diet, right? I mean, that's a given. High protein, uh, high fat or, 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 or low fat or no fat. That's I guess you know up to you. We know that carbs. As either very much limited or pretty much eliminated to an extent in order to get to that very low body fat percentage and, you know, to display all your muscles and to get in shape. So that's a given. And I'm not going to say that that's a healthy way of doing it. I would never say that that's healthy. I'm going to yeah. say you're going to get in shape, but I never would say that bodybuilding diet is a healthy diet or a healthy lifestyle in terms of diet, I'm not talking about all the other aspects of bodybuilding. Yeah, the contest prep diet may not be the most but healthy at, thing. At the same, but at the same time, you know, when you tell people that something is good for them, more than uh, more often they're going to go a little bit crazy on that. Like, I'll give you an example. My, my stepdad was uh, very, very athletic. I mean, super mm -hmm. athletic. He was in great shape. He was, uh, but he was very, very old school, a little bit too old school. And I remember he was probably in his mid-30s where he started saying all of a sudden, he used to smoke. He was like a chain smoker, but he was in very good shape. He was in phenomenal shape. He was a true athlete. But he decided, like, you know what, I'm going to quit smoking. So he quit smoking, I think, in his mid-30s or something like that. And he used to eat a lot of meat, like a lot of meat. That was just like his thing. Uh, not for health reasons, not for bodybuilding reasons, not for sports reasons. He just enjoyed meat. Yeah. All of a sudden, around mid-30s, he decided to get healthy. So in his way, in his own words, I remember that. So he says, you know what? I'm going to stop smoking. He stopped smoking cold turkey. He was a very, very strong individual. I mean, he still is, I guess. Um, and then uh, instead of eating meat, he goes like, fruits are very healthy for you. Fruits are very, very healthy, very beneficial, lots of vitamins. So I still remember pretty much every night, every night, he would watch TV, and in front of him would be a huge platter of fruit. I mean, huge. That was like yeah. apples and pears and whatnot. You know, Russians, uh, I mean, in Ukraine, there was a lot of grapes. So it was, it was a lot of fruit. Yeah. 
To say that he was overweight would be an understatement. He was obese. He turned obese. So I'm not saying that fruits directly contributed maybe or would contribute to him being unhealthy or, you know, damaging his health, but being overweight definitely is not healthy because that contributed, you know, later in life, he developed diabetes and stuff like that, high blood pressure, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So did fruit directly contribute to it? Probably not. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that fruits are harmful or anything like that. But if we're, we're talking about the fact that how it was in all days, in all days, fruits and vegetables, good. Meat, especially red meat, bad. Carbs are good. Proteins are bad. You know, I mean, that, that's just the fact. But yeah, of course, I mean, if you have anything in moderation, I believe it's very good and healthy. And fruits are definitely, I would say, beneficial and healthy in certain amounts and in a balanced diet, without a doubt. But yeah. when people go overboard, and especially, you know, like back in the day, that's the result of it. And the same goes with, you know, the subject on hand, poop. You know, you don't need yeah. to eat vegetables and fruits and eliminate meat or have less meat because you're going to have... I still remember how people used to say, oh, if you're going to have a lot of protein in your diet, you're going to have constipation. I mean, from what I see and from what I understand, it's... I'm not saying it's bullshit. Maybe there is a slight contribution or something like that, especially depends how meat digests. We know that red meat digests a little bit slower. Mm -hmm. I'm not disputing that. But overall, I mean, more and more we come to realize that it was wrong assumption and we actually learning new things as we go. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. And but I mean, going back to your stepfather's situation, I mean, there's, he had a complete flip flop there. I mean, so he, yeah, he stopped eating protein, which has some hunger suppressing effects on itself also helps retain lean body mass to remove all of that from his diet or even significantly reduced it down to like a minuscule amount. And just threw in a bunch of carbs. Well, I mean, of course, that's and he's probably having a sedentary lifestyle as well. So it's the overweight, you know, sedentariness that's causing him to get high hyperglycemia, high blood pressure, all of that stuff. I mean, it's not inherently that he was eating fruit. No, um, no, 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 definitely. So, yeah, so, I, I just don't want people thinking that, you know, fruit going, I mean, because that used to be like, you can't have fruit because it's got high fructose in it, which it doesn't oh, really, no, all I the mean, like, carbs and fruit aren't just pure fructose and all that uh, stuff either. If, if I, I'm, I'm very carb sensitive. So for me, you know, uh, Shane and I discussed this many times. For me, it's better to eliminate carbs to a very, very, very low number. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, for some people, I know that they diet on three, 400 grams of carbs and they're 100% fine. For me, like to lose weight, and this goes not just because I'm older now than, you know, a friend of mine, uh, Jose, said yesterday, he goes, as I get older, it's harder to get in shape. No, for me, it was always a struggle to get in shape on carbs. I mean, yeah. for most people, 100, 200 grams of carbs is low carbs. For me, 100, 200 grams of carbs is shitload of carbs. You know, mm -hmm. once I dip below that 50 grams a day, that's when I lose uh, weight. But if I'm maintaining and I'm, I'm exercising and I'm, I'm, I'm leading a healthy lifestyle, like pretty much almost every morning I would have some berries. I, I love blueberries, raspberries. I would have that. I would have a kiwi or something like that, you know, yeah. or maybe an apple a day. Just not excessive, but I would definitely keep it in my diet. I enjoy it. I don't think there is any harm in it whatsoever. Gotcha. Uh, update, actually, before we get to that one, uh, I would have done a follow-up question to my scenario, but I didn't want to go on and on about the same thing. Well, Hey, if you got that follow-up question, just go ahead and post it up here. We can get to it this week. You can definitely go ahead with the absurd scenarios. We're fine with that. John, Robbie, update on the pollen sleep formula. Will it have melatonin in it? 
stuff makes him groggy and hung over the next day? Um, there is a plan to have melatonin in it, but at the same time, because sleep formula, like, you know, when it comes to pre-workouts, proteins and stuff like that, uh, it's one thing how you test them. But once we're going to get like few samples of uh, sleep formula, and I mean quite a few samples, um, which is going to be probably still in a few months, what's going to happen is we're going to send it to a bunch of people just to test it out because that's actually something that I think very, very individual. I know that, you know, we talked about it. I think, Lucas, you said that you can do eight gram, a milligrams or something like that of melatonin or something. Up to 12. I mean, for most people, 12 would be extreme. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm okay on six to eight, no problem. I honestly, but I know that there are people who can barely handle three. Yeah, if I could like recommend as far as your formula, I wouldn't even like uh, consider it adding the melatonin to, to to your formula at all. I yeah, think possible. I think that you know it's it's smarter, and I think that people can you know decide on their own if they want to add the melatonin to the formula or not. Plus, it's super cheap to to like to buy melatonin you know solely. So. I would, uh, you know, focus on like more complex, you know, uh, product that is without melatonin, and I think that the formula will be way better that way. Robert, what do you think? I like melatonin. I think it's more about titrating the dose for the individual, finding it down. I mean, plus there's some really good research as far as like it's got. Yeah. That's the thing, man. That's the thing, man, as far as like, you know, this titration, you know, how can you, you know, titrate? Because if you, for example, like, you know, you will, you will do like, uh, for, uh, let's say, I don't know, uh, beginner user, uh, let's do one scoop or for the, you know, uh, you know, advanced user take two scoops or and for the extreme user take three scoops or something like this yeah i think that it makes a bit no sense i think it's better to focus on you know on the complex uh, formula you know bring the you know uh, a nice punch but at the same time you know that will be the that the formula will be for for the you know for the more broad audience yeah, also, with people that wake up groggy from it, I wonder how close they're taking it to bed, though. I mean, if you take it at 8 o'clock and you get up at 5 or 6, I mean, that that's over and out of your system by then. Um, you know, a question I would have for John is how soon are you taking it and then how soon are you waking up? Are you actually giving it time to run its course in your body? Are you taking it at, like, midnight and waking up at 4 or 5 a.m. where it hasn't really cleared out of your system yet? That's That's something, too, I also wonder with people that, end up groggy or hungover from it or are you having like such a large meal right before bed and then you take that melatonin to where the melatonin's delayed in your digestion so your body's got to get through all that food and then it finally gets to the melatonin and then by the time it's finished processing all that you're trying to wake yourself up in the middle of the melatonin so getting processed through your body that's that's a couple of things that i'm wondering for when people say they wake up groggy from it um something to consider i don't know i know it's it's kind of like beta alanine and pre-workouts or creatine. It's one of those ingredients that, damn, it works really well, but there's there's a segment of the population that just can't stand it in their product. And so you're going to you're gonna cannibalize some sales by including it in there, and you might lose some sales by not having it in there too. Um, I like the ingredient. Uh, it seems to work pretty well for me in a, in a pretty wide variety of doses. So. What? Uh, different doses? 
Yeah, I mean, anywhere between like zero to five milligrams, six milligrams is fine. They, I just saw, I read a study that came out uh, within the last week or two that six milligrams melatonin administration helped uh, reduce hospital stays for individuals suffering from a certain uh, respiratory distress syndrome. Yeah, I'm not saying it's it's not a it's not a good ingredient because I really like it and I, like I said, I tested it multiple times with like not only solely but with other ingredients, you know. So it's a really good uh, good ingredient, but you know the thing is, as you as you mentioned, you know, it all comes down to uh, you know this golden spot, you know, and the preference, you know. Yeah. Shane, usually. do you like melatonin? Fuck yeah, dude. There you go. I've seen a lot more people annoyed with uh, your home being an alpha, your home being. And I mean, you use, uh, Apollon uses that. So, I mean, yeah. and you just said it's cheap. Throw it in. Fucking do it, Robbie. 20 milligrams. I'm going to do 20 milligrams. <laughs> Forget this three and five milligram bullshit. We're and doing like, Apollon you, dose. You could five, do the same as five grams of gamba. Yeah. You were like, <gasps> <gasps> you see, I, I didn't find that the breathlessness was increased with the more gamba I had. Yeah, I felt that it was one. You, know, like you never noticed that, huh? You never noticed that? No, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying that the breathlessness doesn't increase the more you have. Like, oh. I get the breathlessness at three to five, but if yeah. I had eight or ten, it's still the same. Same with beta alanine. I don't get like if I had six grams of beta alanine, the pins and needles to me are the same as they are at like three to four. They're not like twice as bad. I never really noticed it too much. Yeah, I don't remember when the last time I had any any needles, any needle side effect when it comes to like vitality. Maybe because I'm like, you know, using it all the time or like, you know, sipping it throughout the day. So yeah, it's probably why. Yeah. Ben, my girlfriend mixed pre-workout, but then left it in the refrigerator for more than twenty-four hours. Besides gastro issues, any other possible effects? I told her not to do it again. Um, the creatine, if it's got creatine in it, it might degrade into creatinine, so you might not be getting much benefit of uh, creatine in that case, but the rest of the other ingredients, no. There's no issues like caffeine, citrulline, beta-alanine, betaine. None of that issues. There's not going to really be any issues there. You can just leave it in there. If it's got alcar in it, it might take it, start, make it tasting really uh, acidic. Or uh, stringent, just like those drinks. Yeah, I yeah, mean that's yeah. one of the reasons Ghost popped it out because it doesn't doesn't have really good stability when it's continually just mixed in solution. Um, but outside of that, if it's just caffeine, citrulline, beta alanine, you're fine. Robert, I'm more curious. Like he's clearly convinced about gastro issues based on what? Yeah, maybe his girlfriend had a case of the poops after she drank it. Yeah, well, I still don't still don't get it. Yeah, yeah I don't understand I, I, issues I either. I, I mix my pre-workout and I put it in my fridge and I drink it like a few hours later and it works just fine. <laughs> there is no issues at all. Yeah, as long as it's refrigerated, I mean, it's not going to... The refrigeration will slow down degradation of any of the ingredients by a pretty considerable extent. Creatine, even creatine, is probably still somewhat intact. It's not going to be fully degraded down to creatinine. Um, I, saw, I saw some research... Uh, I think it was like two weeks ago or something mm-hmm. on on Facebook. Someone posted uh, the degradation rate of the creatine and other forms of creatine. Yeah. And there was after like even 48 hours, there was literally 
0.000 maybe one degradation so i i don't think it's super sufficient at all yeah i mean it also depends on the ph of the water the temperature of the ambient conditions and all that stuff so the hotter the environment the hotter the the liquid and the more acidic the liquid is the faster the creatine is going to degrade but if it's in a cold environment relatively neutral ph um then it's it's you know, you're going to be fine especially if it's refrigerated um, not gonna lie i don't think i've ever had a pre-workout and been like hmm I actually just put this in the fridge. If I'm if I'm if I'm mixing a free workout, it's usually going down with within it, ten it. seconds. Well, we know, we know your ritual. Say, slam shit, go squat. Yeah. That's your ritual. Yeah, but, no, 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 no. The, the shit, the shit is dependent. It's not always happening. I'm a, I'm a Shane. I'm a sipper, so I like to like sip my pre workout. So I like it ice cold. That's why. Yeah, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Throwing it down. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm Lucas 5am and FIBO, okay? I throw it down and oh, there yeah. I go. That's a different conditions, man. There you go. That, 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 that condition is always my condition. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I take it and go. Yeah. Uh, the new hooligan painkiller tastes amazing. It's my new daily at the mo moment, helping me through my 500-mile charity cycle this month. Stay Holy awesome, guys. Fuck. Thanks, Weeds. You. you stay awesome too, especially cycling 500 miles. I was trying to teach my uh, daughter how to ride a bike this morning. How did it go? Good. Good. I mean, yeah. obviously, she's got training wheels on it and everything, so she's getting the hang of it. She's had, yeah. my parents got her a bike for Christmas. This is the first time she's actually shown any int real interest in actually riding it down the street, decided from like just up and down the hallway of our house. So, bro, did you saw how she eats mustard? She's like uh, like a champ. So yeah. after after like three bowls of mustard, she probably is cycling like uh, you know. Yeah, for the people that have no idea what we're talking about, uh, last what was it Sunday or something? My, my my little halfling walks in, and I was making a sandwich for dinner, and I put some you know French's yellow mustard on the bread. She says, "I want mustard." I said, mm. "And she she used mm. to like mustard. Like we go eat, I eat, and she would just eat a packet of mustard by itself." And she hadn't done that in a while. She hadn't even liked the taste of it. And then she went and said, why don't you try some off my sandwich? So she takes the bread, licks it, and so like I lose half the mustard that's on my bread. She says, all right, can you put some in a bowl for me? I said, sure. So I take it and I go, squirt a bunch in the bowl. She ate all that up. She says, can I have more? Did it again. So the third time I said, all right, I got to get this on video. This is ridiculous. So, uh, yeah, highly nutritious. Just feed your kids yeah, mustard. Damn. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I was actually trying to get my daughter to ride a bike, but she doesn't pedal. I know she's like almost three, and I know she's probably too young. But we were literally walking the other day, mm -hmm. and this little dude, might have been three or four, pedaling his bike up and down the street. And he waved to my daughter, and I was like, son of a bitch, that kid had no training wheels. He was just freestyling it. I was like, what, what the fuck are you doing, Ava? You I wonder get off if your ass and start riding some bikes. <laughs> No, I think, like maybe it's a girl thing. Like maybe just girls don't show that natural proclivity to just want to do bikes. Because I remember riding my bike pretty early on as a kid. But did did like that boy? Did you ever see him like zipping around the uh, the neighborhood on one of those like pedalless kind of scooter things? That's really I mean, low this, to the ground. This was the first time I'd seen him, and I was just like, okay. that guy's riding the bike like a champ. And then I noticed there were no training wheels, and I'm like, my daughter's not even fucking pedaling on a tricycle. Yeah. The shit you're doing. Then I was like, you know what? 
Why don't we just buy an electric scooter when she grows up? Pedals aren't going to exist when she's old enough. Doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, there's something that's supposed to help kids learn how to go on a bike, but it's it's like a little. It looks kind of like it's called, a. It's called balls. She needs she needs to she needs to grow some balls and then just go for it. Get some confidence. There you go. Nothing nothing helps you ride a bike and. Nothing helps you do something like, you haven't done before. Kind of scooter thing, and like the kids just learn how to like put their feet on the ground, swing that, and then they tuck their feet onto the sides of it, and it just zips down the street. And that's supposed to help them get their, you know, center of gravity or their balance down better, so then they can just transition well, to like a. I can tell you right now that that sounds like an expensive item. This dude was just rolling on a straight bike, and he was going uphill. I don't know. Let me see. <laughs> what the fuck is the name of that thing? Give me a second. Just deal with me while I figure this out. Yeah, she just needs to. It's just it's toughen up. Just like those old school videos where you just put your child on a bike, push her, and see how she goes. Yeah, this, this is what I'm talking about. All right, here we go. I'm sure there's a balance thing. I never really had a problem with the balance. Yeah, but it's, it's, uh, I don't know. These kind of things. Like, you just put them on there, and they just start figuring out how to do it. What the hell? There's no... Where are the pedals? I know that's what I'm saying. Like they just move their feet on the ground and then they just pick their legs oh. up and it, they teach it teaches them how to just balance that way. So without paddles? Yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. It's kind of like those kids bike, those kid tricycle bikes, but like with, oh, okay. yeah. with two yeah, wheels. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah, it's a balance bike. There you go. Weird. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nah. Look, you go. You go three wheels to two wheels. There's, there's we don't. There's nothing in between. Just go straight. Yeah. Man, man, man up and get ready to fall off. <laughs> the, the scars, the scars, the scars make you human. Right, exactly. Uh, yeah, well, there we go. Uh, I got a couple of topics. Well, from Sean that he sent over for us. The first one we can dissect today: thoughts on Mister Natty, wink, wink, Michael Trends top-notch pre-workout. Um, he's he's a fucking a liar. He, yeah, he's a fucking liar, and his pre-workout is shit. Can we move on? Is this the is this the the, the Titan the series? Pump? We already touched this one, if I remember. Yeah, this right. yeah, this, this has been out for like a year and a half or something. Yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. have touched on this. Uh, here's, here, yeah, here's pre workout is shit. All natty. Look at that. Yeah, fifty year old looks like that. No, no drugs. Come on, man. Genetics. Steaming pile. Lucas is uh, is uh, history workout BPI right, or am I mistaken? Yeah, yeah, used to be BPI. Yeah, BPI. Well, it still is, but yeah, still no shit. BPI on the label. It just says Titan. I don't know. Now. I don't know how long there will be BPI. I mean, the label still looks very much BPI esque. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, he, yeah, he he's. He he signed the deal with BPI, so they are manufacturing his products. Yeah, Sean, this is a steaming pile of monkey shit. This yeah, is Shane. If you want to take a picture of this kind of shit, send it to me. Like he knows that. He just asks us to like make some jokes or something. Yeah, so we get to not. This is the ultimate tongue-in-cheek natty juice. I was gonna say we, we we talked about this. I thought it was yeah. Yeah. I think this might be two years old now. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah, it's god awful. Horrendous. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. That's just horrendous. 
Keith Perry. I have heard City Choline or CDP Choline has more acute benefits pre-workout than Alpha GPC. If that's true, why are most using Alpha GPC? Um, that's mostly based on anecdotal accounts. Like I noticed personally for me that CDP Choline hits faster because CDP Choline is also stimulating dopamine release in the brain too. In addition to the front half of CDP Choline, the citadine converts to uridine, which has several dopaminergic effects on the brain or you know act, stimulates the dopaminergic systems. Um, and then the choline is highly bioavailable, ramps up acetylcholine production in the body and all of that stuff. Uh, there's also some studies on CDP choline that's showing that it ramps up mental ATP production by a certain percentage. Uh, and the reason people put alpha GPC in there is that because there's two or three studies showing that it has a very minimal effect on exercise performance, namely on like vertical jump and counter jump movements, but there's next to no research really on its actual resistance training performance benefits or endurance performance benefits. So it's just a handful of studies that are doing it. And AlphaSize does a really good job of marketing itself. So um, that's it. I like CDP choline more. It, it seems to hit faster for me and I just get a better mental clarity where Alpha GPC, half the time I take it out, I don't really notice much of anything. So, anybody else? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's uh, it's it, it probably like uh, depends on the personal preference. They're both good. Uh, I did notice that when I combine them, I get the best effect. What doses are you combining them in, Robin? Uh, Alpha GPC six hundred and CTP, I think three hundred. Okay. Lucas, have you messed with either of them? Do you prefer one or the other? Mm, I personally prefer Alpha GPC. Yeah, okay, it's, it's, I, I, I hear mixed. Yeah, mix mix is also good, you know. But I don't know why. But you know, for most of my time, and you know, when I was like trying to, you know, play with the with the nootropics and so on, I was like first introduced to Alpha GPC. To it, so yeah. Shane, do you have a preference? Is my uh, is there any feedback or anything? Yeah, your mic is fucked. My headphones have been dead. Hold on. Okay. Okay. As usual, something. We'll mute Shane for a second. There we go. So we don't get the uh, the echo. Um. But yeah, that's mostly just anecdotal stuff. So like I know I've said I like CDP choline a little bit more for the acute portion. Uh, Justin Supplement Snoop has said the same thing. Yeah, I um, wouldn't say that one is better than the other. You know? No, I and I, I bet you if you did like a head-to-head -head comparison, you'd probably – I think it's just a byproduct of ramping up acetylcholine levels in the brain. Yeah. Um, but I, I just like – I CDP choline, just anecdotal to me, I, I get a punch, like a, a mental like boost – Kind of like you do with Neurofactor or something like that. It's it's a yeah. caffeine-free kind of mental energy boost that I don't get when I take Alpha GPC. Maybe it's slower uh, acting or just you know like more sustained but less uh, harder feeling or something like that to a certain extent. If that makes sense, um, like you're, it's they're both effective for boosting acetylcholine focus, memory learning, all that good stuff. But in terms of like acute like mental switching on. CDP choline always just, I get that much more uh, pronounced than I do with uh, alpha GPC, even if I take six or 900 milligrams of alpha GPC. Yeah. How's that, Shane? I think that's better. 
Okay. Ooh. So crispy. Crispy. Thank crispy. Gerhard, inflating viewership as I play video games. Saturday morning ritual. Thanks for tuning in, Gerhard. What video game are you playing? He's the man. My dad taught me to ride a bike by putting me near a lake. I <laughs> learned my fear. <laughs> that's awesome. I feel like that's I need to meet one. your dad. I feel like I need to meet your dad. That's a that's a good way to, to teach a kid to learn. Going back to our melatonin comment. I was groggy all day after taking three milligrams. That's on the lower spectrum because the three. research is anywhere between like 0. 0.3 to 10 milligrams. So that's even on the lower end. Does the same to my wife. I'll still give it a try if you go that route. Well, thanks. I'm John. sure. I'm sure. I'm sure Robbie wanted to add like probably five or six. <laughs> yeah, I think we were talking between three and five. Yeah, we were talking about between three and five. But again, you know what? I mean, what John says, I heard that before from few people. So I'm definitely like that's one of the actually main reasons why I want to make sure that. Quite a few people try it because, you know, it depends on a combination without ingredients and stuff like that. But John is definitely, you know, he has, a, he has a valid point and I agree with it because I remember when we had actually, I think, uh, we had a formula with melatonin. I don't remember how much it was, but we played with it maybe around three years ago. And back then, um, Juan Morel uh, was still with us and... Uh, uh, we sent him actually a sample, and again, Juan was 270, 280-pound bodybuilder, you know, and uh, we sent him a sample, and he did specifically say, and that's the reason why we put a stop on it, because we were releasing more and more and more stuff, so I was like, you know what, this one a little bit makes me nervous, but now we going to have another crack at it, but uh, I remember that Juan said that the next day, exactly what John said, he felt like shit. Uh, you know, ingredients were there. Everything was good. Taste was phenomenal. It was a really, I, I thought it was a well-put formula, but uh, when he reported that he felt terrible and he felt like, you know, he was hit by a truck, that kind of made me hesitate. In after that, I didn't even submit any samples to anyone else, kind of just like said, you know what, we'll get to it eventually. But uh yeah, it's, it's a valid point and definitely something to, to check out. But for most part, I know that most people can handle uh, two to five, six with no problem. But, you know, it depends. It's, it's all individual, just like we just talked about Alpha GPC. Well, Lucas prefers Alpha GPC and Robert prefers uh, CDP Colline. Uh, neither one is wrong and neither one is right. It's just a personal preference and that's all. That's not true. I'm always right. <laughs> I need to I need to like uh, Google some stuff. Maybe I can find how can you neglect the effect of the melatonin when it comes to like this grogginess and so on. Yeah, I, I think it, I think it's got to be like the dose. Like maybe try going down to one milligram, John, and see how that works. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he's just naturally a high melatonin producer, and so he doesn't need one need it in there. Yeah, maybe. All right, gentlemen, strap in for this one. In that same situation scenario that I mentioned last weekend about the PDA thing, would it be more embarrassing to get in the caught in the act with just your pants down or caught in the act with nothing on and why, if caught? This is the dick in the pie thing, right? Or just like you're, well, you're with a girl and you get caught in the act of it that way. 
Like, do, is it more embarrassing to be completely buck ass naked? Or it'd if be you weird as your... shit if you're having sex with clothes on and they caught you and they just feel like they'd probably be more like, the fuck you doing? You're not even you're not even fully there yet, bro. What do you? <laughs> I don't know. I'd be prouder if I was naked, probably. Your bare ass in your birthday suit and everything. Yeah, they'll be like, yeah, I'm doing this. This is how far I got. My clothes are still on. Could take me seriously. <laughs> but if you're naked, you could be taken seriously. Yeah, they might be thinking like, what are you doing? Wait, depends though. <laughs> no, we would both need to be naked because if my clothes are on and her clothes are on, it wouldn't be that embarrassing. You could just, I mean, what the fuck are you doing anyway? You're doing it wrong, okay? <laughs> both people naked. Then you know what's happening, and then yeah. Well, okay. I think I, I think. I mean, if I get caught, clothes off, clothes. Off, I don't really matter. So it's more embarrassing if you get caught with clothes on, is what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Because what if I've... like you had your clothes on, she had her clothes on, and they said, "What are you doing?" It's like we're having sex. I'm like, oh, okay, that's a little bit weird. Because <laughs> your clothes are on. I'd rather clothes off. Then they don't need to ask the question, and then they'll be like, oh, yeah, I get it. You know what? I'm 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 actually questioning my sanity right now, and maybe I need to see a psychiatrist that even that I even think about this right now. But you know what? Most of the questions when it comes to embarrassment, they're sexual, right? Your pants are down. You know, you're having sex and stuff like that. So always that's embarrassing. Although I don't know why it's embarrassing. I mean, I it's just you know one of those things. But I was thinking, you know, like when you get caught in embarrassing moments, why are we talking only about sex or sexual situations? Like, you know, I was just thinking, and I can't believe why I'm thinking this. This is, this is disturbing. But what if I was caught with my phone looking at the picture of Shane's shit? What's wrong with that? Yeah, I mean, is I that haven't seen that picture, but... Yeah, yeah, but would that be considered embarrassing? No. More embarrassing. So I should have had a little bit of pride. Well, yeah. it might be embarrassing <laughs> if you... All right, so I guess what's more embarrassing? Walk Has somebody I'll tell walking you what, in on you having be sex very or walking in on you taking a shit? It'd well, the, the thing is, is, like, is it sexual or, or shit? What's more embarrassing? If you were naked and looking at the picture of my shit, then that would be... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be embarrassing. But if we just... I don't, I don't see a problem with it. Doctors do probably do it all the time. I guess you feel more vulnerable, probably, if you're if somebody walks in on you while you're you're being intimate with your wife, partner, special someone, than you yeah. are if you're just by yourself in the bathroom, uh, you know, taking the dump. The you dump thing, I don't know. It's we. It's the dump things. There's a surprise element to both scenarios, because when when you get it on or you're taking a shit. I can tell you right now that at no point when I'm doing either of these things that I'm thinking like, oh man, I really hope someone doesn't come in. That is the furthest thing from my mind. It never happens. Yeah. So when, when that door moves or a sound happens that I don't think is meant to, of course I'm going to be shocked. It's the surprise element. Not so much embarrassed, just being like, oh damn. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess the embarrassing thing would be it's provided that you're doing something wrong. Or like you're doing something you shouldn't be. Um, but if, I guess if, you know, you're married or in a long-term relationship, you're not an underage individual trying to do something behind your parents' back that they would disapprove of, I think that kind of eliminates the embarrassing factor. At this age, I, I think it's not that embarrassing. I've had people like push open the door because like, 
uh, the, the lock wasn't fully working and I'm just mm-hmm. like taking a shit. And it's this the worst part is when then they leave, they can't lock the door from the outside. Yeah. And you can't get up. You're mid you're mid string. What are you gonna do? So you have to like just stand there with your hand out. <laughs> just hope that no one else represses the door open uh, or risk standing up and it dropping some on the ground. It's the aftermath, I think, is the hardest part when someone walks in and leaves. Because then you got to get back in the mood. Then you might have, like, scared the poop back up your ass. So, you have to be in a mood to take a poop? Or are you talking about being in the mood to... You know, I've, I've, I've done it before when, like, I'll be taking a piss and my my daughter walks in and she stares and she stares at me. And I'll be like... And she'll be like, ew! And I'll be like... Dude, the, the fuck? And I like stop, and I and I and I pull it up, and then I'll be like, "Go away, go away." And she just walks off, and I'm like, "Can't get it started again." Just, Stage fright. Just, just yeah, it happens. It scares it up. It scares it back up. I don't know how scientifically it works, but it scares it all the way back up. Uh, well, thanks for your input, fellas. Hey, that's what we're here for. I think that the poop thing would be more embarrassing. I don't think the poop thing. Would, wait, looking at the poo. No, I think somebody walking in on you taking a poop or somebody walking in on you having sex. I think the sex would be more embarrassing than me just sitting there taking a poop. The poop, I mean, if someone walks into a toilet stall and they're surprised that you're taking a shit, I mean, what else do you think is going to happen on a toilet? Right, yeah. (laughs) You're taking a shit. Yeah. Well, you can have sex on the toilet as well. (laughs) You can. Just saying. You should be experience uh, or shame. <laughs> I am. But uh, I don't think, uh, you know, you're going to get caught in a pub. I haven't done it in a, in a, in a public restroom. That's... It's this crossing the line. I mean, I don't think many women would want to, uh, you know... Just on, saying. On, on, a, on a public toilet. That thing's pretty nasty. I'm about to get into the mechanics of the situation. No, we're just gonna, we're depends not. Depends how you. Yeah, depends. I was gonna say, like, if you're sitting down, then she's never gonna touch the seat. The whole, the whole public, the whole. You are the seat, basically. The whole place, the whole place of the, of the of a public bathroom is pretty fucking nasty. I mean, unless it's an airport bathroom, that's pretty nice. But you know, you don't well, want to get caught. One inside of a Bucky's in Texas. There you go. I, I don't know what that is. You know a, what a Costco is? Or like a Sam's yeah, or one of those kind of things? Yeah. The big gas stations, right? Yeah, it's like this giant like, gas station. It's like they, they like have somebody in there around the clock just like cleaning the place. And there's damn. multiple like sanitation stations and like little hand pumps and white, antibacterial wipes. This is the cleanest place. Like if something fell on the floor, I'd probably feel okay eating it off the floor there. That's how clean and nice this place is. Is, is, there, is, there, a, is there a weird habit anyone has? This question came up the other week and my wife said, is... She, she thinks it's a weird habit. I said, and this is weird, I guess, I like it. I like the toilet seat being warm. Mm-hmm. So if she's gone bathroom within the past five to ten minutes, oh, I, 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 I appreciate the, not, not sitting down on cold, 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 cold seat. The ghost one? I mean, the ghost thing? And, and she said to when me... Some, when someone war, warms up for you? Yeah, 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 yeah. And she, and she says, isn't that fucking weird? And I was like, no. And she's like, it's someone's ass. And I'm like, 
as many people's ass has been on the seat, but it's warm and it's just, it's, it's refreshing. I think it's nice. And she said to me, that's weird. I mean, it's and not like they took a crap on the seat and then they like rubbed it all over the seat and then like you, you're sitting on there. It's no different from like an airplane seat, a bus seat, a train seat. Yeah. They just had their bare ass on there right. and you shared the warmth. Yeah. I don't know if anything, I thought it was great. She said it was weird. I didn't think so. But she we said- got immune systems for a reason. You're not going to contract any diseases from your butt cheeks, are you? I, I mean, I, I'm not an area expert could. in that area. Yeah, I'm just saying. Because I said the things that you find embarrassing, sorry, the things that you think are normal and other people might find embarrassing, you're not going to know. Right. The warm yeah. toilet seat was my one, apparently, when I said that to her. I said, I like, I like it when you leave it. And it's warm. <laughs> <laughs> and we found out Shane's secret fetish. Warm toilet seats. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a fetish. I just like no, a warm no, I'm just seat. Being a smart ass. I'm just being a smart ass. I love, I love a warm seat. I think That's everybody fun. would. It's just where it comes from is the part that turns people off. Yeah, you don't want to think about where. Why is it warm? Yeah. Okay, do you like a cold bathroom floor or do you want like a warmed bathroom floor? Like I like the, the floor of the bathroom to be ice cold because I typically run really hot. The fuck? So, why? Because I'm always hot no matter what. And so like having like a cold floor, like, especially if like, you go to a hotel – because it's always fucking cold in a hotel room. Like, you step on that mm. tile floor. Oh, man, it feels so good. I, I usually like wear floors. socks indoors. I Even mean, asleep? Do you wear it when you go to sleep, or do you sleep with no socks on? Okay, so I do wake up in the morning and take a piss and bare feet. But it, when I wake up, I'm pretty out to it, so I probably wouldn't notice. Okay. Next week, I will be at the hotel, and we will be recording the, the next episode. So I will let you know. There we go. There we go. Sometimes it depends on what food you eat because some foods do not agree with you and it can really do a number on your stomach. Bubble cuts and all. Yeah. Tree burners. Pre-workout, no matter if it's for energy focus, strength, or pump, would you run it along with PEDs? Or is it pretty much useless since you're already enhanced? I can't find any info regarding mixing both two different things out there. One is hormones. One is not hormones. Uh, pre-workouts are going to affect like neurotransmitters, uh, ATP regeneration, stuff like that, where PEDs are messing around with your uh, hormone levels. It could affect blood pressure to a certain extent. So in that case, you might want to just to be extra careful, go with a lower stem pre-workout since some uh, anabolics yeah, can affect your blood pressure. Depends on tolerance, depends on your, like, what type, of, what type of PEDs you are using, because that also makes a big difference, you know? If, you, if yeah, you're exactly. only on, on tasks, then... Yeah, if you're just using TRT, if you're doing TRT or TRT Plus, as uh, Fuad says, then just, uh, I mean, check with your doctor always before you use any substance, because um, we are not doctors. We are not doctors. Nope, we just Everything pretend to be them. We're saying is just for like entertainment, entertainment we're purposes only. We're, we're experts on sex, food, and poop. And poop, yeah. yes, and vegetables, and, and vegetables. But uh, no, in, in all in all honesty, they, like Robert said, it's a completely different things. Um, you know, energy is something that uh, you get. On, there are uh, some anabolics that will provide you with a extra pump for sure. I mean, they they definitely help. And especially when it comes to oral anabolics, they will, if you take them 
before the workout, you will definitely experience a pump and strength and euphoria and all that. There are certain ones, but of course, I'm not going to mention them or recommend them or anything like that. Uh, we already stated we're not doctors, but, uh, you know, this is, yeah, but... But, yeah, I'm not going to show that on it. Don't, don't, please don't post yeah, any of that. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm just selling, I'm just selling Robic, you know, the, the yeah, it, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's definitely something that, uh, anabolics, uh, provide certain, I don't want to say benefits, but it's also, it's very, very hormonal. It's something that stays in your blood for a prolonged period of time. Uh, you know, the half-life can be a few hours. It can be a few weeks. And so it's constant and it provides you with, uh, you know, with muscle gain and other aspects, but pre-workout is something that is very, very temporary. It's a quick kick. I mean, it's the same thing as saying, you know, what I'm on, uh, I'm on anabolic, so I'm taking uh, PEDs. Should I be drinking coffee, or can I be drinking coffee? I mean, of course, you can drink coffee. I mean, you yeah. can drink coffee all you want. Um, in terms of blood pressure and stuff like that, anabolic steroids can—they don't always do, but can increase your blood pressure. Uh, especially there are certain anabolics that definitely will increase your red blood cells. That's the reason why most, even TRT, most doctors will advise you to do blood donation every, I believe my doctor said, every seven or eight weeks it's recommended just yeah. because, you know, it increases your red blood cells. So, you know, adding stims to it, it's definitely not going to improve matters. Uh, for most part, it's okay. But uh, everybody, we don't know your medical history. We don't know what you're taking. We don't know anything about you. But in terms of like uh, the question basically comes to you, you, you comparing them as, as if they are doing the same thing or have the same purpose and they not. They're completely different, just like Robert yeah, said. They don't have the same effects in the body. One's boosting like testosterone levels, minimizing estrogen and all that, whereas a pre-workout is enhancing mental and physical energy to help you train harder, increase vasodilation and blood flow and, and recovery and all that stuff. So apples and oranges here. You, you can, in theory, yes, they can be taken together. Then you're also going to have individual differences and preferences for how do you react to stimulants and whatnot. So Yeah, just to, just to close up the, the subject, with the stack that you are using, I think that you would like fly to the gym like straight away without any stims. But if you want to like add some pre-workout, go ahead. Feel free to, to add them, but as far as like you know, you know, is it is it like necessary? I would say no. And if you're looking for a high quality pre workout to use for your training sessions, you can save fifteen percent on Apollo Nutrition Goods with code Final Scoop. That's a fat discount. <laughs> yeah, well, the best thing is whether it's TRT, which obviously you you would be getting from a doctor, or you doing it. Uh, yourself and self-medicating and you know word of mouth and stuff like that the best thing is definitely know your medical history uh, genetics as well you know maybe somebody in your family is predisposed to high blood pressure and whatnot um, a lot of it comes into effect even such things as uh, steroids obviously can uh, be can play a negative role on your liver on your kidneys and such so you know just know your body uh, do regular checkups and that should give you a better picture, but they definitely not the same. 100%. Okay, this uh, next topic goes along with what uh, Lucas had sent us uh, a comment on yesterday. And 
Sean over at Subtalk Radio also sent it to me requesting that we discuss Flex Wheeler's new pre-workout called Foreplay. And we're just going to pardon any sophomore puns that are going to come out with the name Foreplay. Uh, another contender. It's another contender for... And Lucas, I, I my comment when I said I wasn't no, clicking... No, no. Well, I thought, I thought it was a, a link to a certain... Um, oh hell no! I thought, no, I thought no, that's no, what no, it was, no. and that's why I, that's my uh, snarky comment was I'm not clicking link because I thought it was to a uh, do you think I'm channel a that or I what? zero respect for. Do you think I'm a groupie or what? I, I just I didn't know, so that's why I wasn't gonna to worry about clicking on it. Anyway, so we got Flex Wheel of Foreplay. I think it's a cool name. Gain strength, build muscle, enhance athletic performance. Made in the USA. Pharmaceutical grade. Flex Wheeler approved. Oh, this is all American pharmaceutical. Jesus Christ. So is this the the facts panel? Yeah, I'm getting the I'm getting the supplement facts panel up right here. Um, wait, all American pharmaceuticals aren't those? That's the ones that does. Is that EFX? EFX? <clears throat> oh, EFX. That's what it is. Yeah, EFX. EFX. Yeah, he's been with them for quite some time, as far as that's I know. Why, that's why he's ones. using the the creatine there. Yeah. yeah, this is a, a dog shit product. To be fair, I think this is leagues better than his Black Skull oh. pre workout. If Bro. you see that one. <laughs> yeah. Hands down. I mean, this is still pretty bad, but if you remember seeing his Black Skull pre-workout. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that that's, uh, that definitely takes the prize. But the thing is, is that I have a problem with, number one, he says, you know, it's made in USA. Of course it's made in USA. Where else it would be made, you know? But the ingredients are all ingredients are coming from USA. I highly doubt it because, you know, most things. They Caffeine, come from China. that's coming straight from China. You know, so now it's a little bit misleading. Number two. He's basically calling out all other supplement companies claiming that there's this is the best pre-workout on the market and he'll put it against anyone and stuff like that. That's a little bit ballsy and a little bit arrogant, uh, to say the least, because, uh, you know, you now you're asking for problems. Now you're asking to be attacked, like you're inviting, you know, people to attack you, people that are knowledgeable. And today a lot of people are knowledgeable. This is a... You know, that's the reason why sometimes I disagree with TJ when he, t- when he says labels are just labels, because this is a clear case where labels are not just labels. I mean, if you're thinking that this shit's going to hit you and you're going to have the best experience of a lifetime, I will fucking put anything that you want. This is shit. This is cheap I'm, shit. Um, that, to be that, fair, you, you know, are going to get a decent boost in energy because you're eating 350 milligrams of caffeine. Well, so that, you'll get you a know, decent uh, boost in I energy, mean, but the rest t- of like, the yeah, ergogenics t- are t- shit. T- you know, but he, he makes very, very bold claims, very, very bold claims. Uh, also, there is a little bit of lying in there, just like I said, you know, all American, you know, it's not all American. It's uh, made in China and then manufactured in America. I mean, at least some of it. Um, yeah. You know, Flex, Flex Wheeler's been a lot, uh, through a lot. To say that he's not a legendary bodybuilder and a, one of all-time best, that's, that's, you know, that goes without saying he's an absolute legend and absolutely phenomenal and you know he paid quite a hefty price for you know for the lifestyle and for for the for for being one of the best 
but this pre-workout, I mean, bodybuilders don't carry the same weight as they used to. And we discussed this many, 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 many times. For So for a bodybuilder to take a pre-workout just because it's flex wheelers, or you know, for or for an average consumer to take this pre-workout, that it's a flex wheeler. An average consumer probably doesn't even know who flex wheeler is. So I, I, it's pretty much destined to be a failure product. Number one, like Robert said, it's dog shit. It's a shit pre-workout. Number Robbie, two, n- number two, to, there is not, yeah. yeah. Sorry to interrupt you, but did you? Are you guys think that like? all these like you know old school bodybuilders are like when they're like releasing the formulas all of the formulas are like back in the in the old days when you know when the hmds when the creatine when the arginine was was super popular and now and they are sticking to this shit like all the time and they're like i don't think so i don't i don't think so i'll tell you why because i'm pretty sure that somebody else formulated this product not yeah, of him. course, 100%. You know, and I and I think I think it's backed by only one thing. It's backed backed by you know hope. I because that's the only word I can find. Hope that because it it has Flex Wheeler's names attached to it, that it's going to automatically sell. And uh, number two, uh, obviously the cost. I mean, they trying to make the cheapest possible product and to sell it at the highest possible price. I mean, use the name. Yeah, mo- most companies do that. I mean, maybe, and Lucas, you can answer it better than I can, and probably Shane, maybe this product can do well overseas because it's cheap, not because it's flex wheeler, but because it's cheap. Yeah. So maybe they're banking on that. But to say that this is going to be uh, you know, one of the top sellers is definitely not. It's not going to happen. Well, and him, him shooting his mouth off saying he'll put it up against any pre-workout on the market. Obviously, yeah. that's for marketing and yeah. advertising and all that stuff. But it's this would just see a little bit too blow far. This thing out of the water. Oh, easily, easily. It's not even close. Yeah, you know, I saw this many times that you know the the, the cheap formulas that you know are using, for example, uh, you know, a good marketing that they can sell like. Uh, Twice as twice as as better as like you know, pre's that are like formulated super good, you know. So yeah. that that but hurts me, but at the same time, you know, it's it happens and it happens like now nowadays like more and more often. So the the only I guess two compliments I'm gonna give this product is number one, I, I kind of like the label. Uh, and the name and number two, it's definitely better than uh, Charles Glasses. <laughs> so that, that's, yeah. so those are the only two good things I can say about it. But I don't know if it's good or not. Yeah, when well, it's a thirty serving pre workout too, so it's not a twenty serving. Yeah, right. the link the link I sent in private chat. Uh, hold on, let me let me stop sharing my screen so I can actually click it and look at it. He's got a he's got a fat bear as well and a. And oh shit! What I believe to be a, t- a test booster. It's flex T test booster. I'm it now. Can you put it up, over? Yeah. Uh, it's pretty. Uh... Oh fuck me! I mean, you don't, <laughs> you don't see. I I don't think I can recall seeing a test booster in 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 drop form. That looks For like SARMs or underground drugs. Maybe ten years. <laughs> this is this is going back a while. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, come on, man. Gotta be nice. You said, please tell me why. Taxidrawl. Fast acting matrix. Yo, Himbi. Okay. The first, the first ingredient, Sasha Parilla. Yeah, the Smilex officinalis, so they're going for, the, I guess, the, the laxogenin-esque compounds. You powder, pine bark extract. I can't I can't imagine anything after the Yohim being as dosed overly. No, this is all... I remember... Like, like, really, like it really matters. This is all Bro, I remember I was like 20, 22 or 23 years old, and I was like reading about Sarsha Parilla. Dude, they're going really... Time. They're going really like, all out with this... Uh, Product copy on that thing, right there. And the funny thing is, is like how he has thing. the pre, the pre workout he has as a fully transparent, and this one he has as a prop blend. That's that's yeah. very interesting. Now, why not use a picture of Flex Wheeler here? Why use this guy? That's what I was thinking too. He's 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 nice. What's all that? Why hate why hate on this guy? I just can't. I just I'm surprised it's 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 drop droplet. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen, seen, a, I haven't seen a droplet. Somebody's going to drink like the whole bottle and then, you know. To be honest, if I was like 20 and I saw, and this was early 2010, and I saw Flex Wheeler come out with this and it's test booster and drop full, I would buy a stack of this shit and I would be drinking that bad boy. There you go. I mean, it's because I've always, I've always felt that brands go with the droplet form. Because if you remember, there was that brand that did the, um, you could serve their product out of a syringe. I think it was VPX. Yeah. And it was a liquid bottle and you could, you syringed it. Um, it makes it, gives it that extra like hardcore feeling. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. Like it's, like you know it works because it comes in this, this uh, scientific doctor-like droplet bottle. I've always felt like that kind of adds a nice... Nice little bit extra to it. High quality ingredients with higher concentration, which means more excellent absorption. Not just excellent absorption, more excellent absorption. It reminds me of the of the uh, Shaquille O'Neal uh, test booster as well. Shaq oh. came out with a test booster. Oh come yeah. on! Oh, yeah. that's another. That's another one. That's all. He also made some like stupid claims. Uh, yeah, but this one, this one, the marketing is on on a freaking whole other level. I, I think. The, uh, what do you think the dose is on that blend? On this, I mean, Yohimbi bark extract, maybe like ten milligrams of Yohimbi bark extract, and it's standardized for like one percent Yohimbi. So what you're thinking the the other ones at 100? Yeah, I'm sure. Or like close this, to it. Yeah, this one is maybe at 100. Is oh that, shit! No, this is probably like shit. 75. Well, the Yohimbi is 10, and then 10 the other is because you gotta remember it's the Yohimbi extract, so it's, yeah, it's not but Yohimbi. The, the other note is, is it's two servings a day, so you can double it. Bro, I would have to like drink the entire bowl to feel something. Yeah. Isn't that a, isn't that a reasonable dose? I can't. I mean, 
active Yohimbin, you want like five. No, 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 no. Over the the Smilax. I thought I thought a hundred plus was reasonable. Yeah, it depends on the what the standardization of the content of the. Uh, well, it's more, con it's more concentrated. Remember, it's more excellent concentrated. More excellent concentrated. <laughs> so to be fair, I mean the. It's just because it's in a blend that it's making it look really, yeah, really, really, really bad. Yeah, this is. But the Smilax might not be at a bad. I mean, it's really it's impossible to know. But right, at yeah. two servings a day, you, you could be. Although, hold on, you got what's the price? Thirty-five bucks. Oh, okay. For sixty so, servings twice a day, so. Arguably, let's just say it's thirty servings of exogenous at hundred hundred. That's not too bad. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, it gives the appearance that it's more than just that. Yeah. Yikes. 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 Okay. The pre-workout, however, is, um, let's see, the pre-workout's more expensive. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I'm sorry about it, class. All right. <laughs> You just put a little Sorry. drop of that in your in your post workout. Sorry, thanks. Thanks, guys. I also use Gorilla Mode Nitric, and it has been beyond amazing pumps. Yeah, that formula is is very stacked. Uh, most of the stuff Derek makes is is pretty stacked. Did you guys see the pre workout Samuel Dixon came out with? Yes, the guy that got disqualified for being on gear at a competition and now selling the product, saying that he's how that's how he got his size. I love how you guys will go straight to the point about what's in it and educate younger audiences on not to buy scam products. Yes, do not buy the Flex Wheeler products. It's called Blow Pre-Workout. So I have no idea who Samuel Dixon is. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't seen the formula, but I, I, I like his angle. Yeah. I mean, not 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 in like a, in, you know, to applaud him, but until I've seen the formula, but that's pretty smart Limit that he, 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 he got... Uh, Disqualify and said, this is how I did it. Okay. Is there a better... You did it the right way. Here we go. Let's see if we can get a better... <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. Let's see if we can do this in a decent way. Alright, here we go. So many influencers. Okay, am I sharing the screen yet? No. No. Alright. Get your shit together, Robert. I'm working on it. All right, here we go. All right, so it's a 50-20 serving. So we'll go with the dosages for the, for the full thing. So we get 400 milligrams of caffeine, which it's a solid dose. Solid. Although, hold on. This label, I wouldn't trust this company. Just don't buy this product right off the bat. It's not listed in fucking order. You can't get the supplement facts panel right. You're not getting my business. What, Things what is eat. it listed in? It's not listed in any order. It's not even alphabetical. No, it's not oh, alphabetical. It, it's not uh, in the order of the dosages. Know. It's alphabetical up into the vitamin B3. Yeah, there's a messed up order. Because citrulline is 6,000 milligrams. It's in, like in the middle. Yeah. Why, don't, don't, why is don't it? buy this product. Anyway, all right, so we can go to the ingredients. I, I never, I've never seen L-citrulline as listed as L-citrulline and then in yeah, I haven't seen it either. In Malay. That's confusing as fuck. And what kind of citrulline in Malay? It's is a, it too it's long a, it's or a, one? It's a, 
it's a French label. So it's like it a Canadian brand or something? It's Cana yeah, it's a Canadian brand. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you okay. go. It's in the, it's in the title. So that, maybe that's why, that's why they have to like do it like that. I don't think so. I mean, I've are tried other Canadian are products. Are you with, with Canadian no, no, no. There's no way that it's... You, it's usually weight, maybe alphabetical. Yeah. But in Canada, they're not going... Canada's like one of the strictest of them all. They, they yeah, would have had yeah. an obvious order. Yeah, they got they got some strict laws, but I don't rem I don't remember how the. It's not like this. Okay. <laughs> it's not no. like this. No, I seen enough. I seen enough labels to know it's not like yeah. this. Well, let's go here. We'll go look up what Yummy Sports is Canadian, isn't it? Yeah. Where yeah, Alex works. Yeah. Yeah, something with that label was not right. Yeah. I mean, I've used Iron Brothers. Um, what's the other one? Vandal yeah, the, is another you Canadian supplement facts. You supplement facts. Yeah, yeah see, wait. Yeah. Yeah, this is, you this see? Is All in weight right there. It's also fucked. He's got citrulline malate at the bottom. Yeah. So it's weight up until the citrulline and the, the bit of orange. The fuck? Maybe there's got to there's gotta be something. No, is because there... at least on this label, it is weight ordered up until the citrulline... And the, yeah. the, bit of, the bit of orange. The other one's fucking all over the place. Yeah. Um, this 400, yeah, 250, uh, one gram, six. Uh, it's, it's up and down everywhere. Yeah, but look at. Oh, either uh, way, it's... Look at the serving size 77 gram, half a scoop, 77 no. gram, half a scoop. Oh, no, that, that's, that's... Per serving per scoop. No, no, no it's, it's doing it in French. No, but. But, but check it. There's like a per serving and there's per scoop. No, no, yeah, no. no. So it's, it's, it's saying half a scoop and then it says half a scoop of French. Oh, yeah, yeah, still, yeah. Okay. Still yeah, yeah. see that? It's uh, okay, okay. Spot. Yeah, okay. so you just got to double up. You just get... Oh, you're just talking about the, talking about the bottom. Scoop? I'm talking about the bottom, yeah. I'm talking about the... Well, hold know. on a second. So if it's half a scoop, so the full scoop has 12 uh, grams of citrulline? 12,000? No, no, no. No, no, no. it has six. Yeah, it's got six. Yeah. So it's one serving... Hold on, hold on. So this one serving one serving is a is a scoop or is it's, a half a scoop? Half a scoop. One serving, half a scoop. Full scoop gets you the double amounts on, yeah. the, on the right. So the full, the full scoop is... Is per uh, is is one serving? Yeah. No, no, no. Full scoop is um, two <laughs> servings. Half yeah, so serving is, is serving is half a scoop, and scoop yeah. is scoop. <laughs> yeah. This is double. Oh, yeah, tree burners. Don't buy this shit. Don't buy this shit. Um. All right. So, so let's so let's let's break down the actual at, ingredients. Looking at the ingredients, though, is okay. I mean, it's pretty straightforward outside of the arginine. 400 milligrams caffeine that that's going to give you a really good bump 250 milligrams of dmae which is a, a acetylcholine support ingredient it's way underdosed you need like 750 to 850 milligrams of it l-arginine crap maybe marginally supportive of l-citrulline but then again are we getting you know in the in the full scoop are we yeah, getting 6,000 milligrams of citrulline or is it 6,000 milligrams of citrulline mallee to where we're only getting actual three grams of citrulline that's another good point. 
I'm assuming so, it's citrulline malate. Yeah, I would too. Um, so they are 100 milligrams of theanine. Take it or leave it. I don't like theanine in my pre-workouts. Niacin, you're going to be getting a lot of flushing from this. And so they're doing that to make it feel like it's hitting harder. Same with the 3,500 of beta alanine. Two milligrams of resveratrol is going to do fuck all of nothing. That's on there for window dressing and to make you think you're getting some support, health support benefit out of it. Um, 60 milligrams of synephrine. I like the ingredient. The dose on it's actually not bad. Anywhere in like the 50 to 100 milligram range of synephrine is pretty solid. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is caffeine and a little bit of citrulline and not much else. So yeah. The, uh, the, other, the other important note is if this was $20, maybe. Yeah. It's has, nine ninety nine. This is $60. <laughs> $60 for 25 servings. Not it's, a chance. Uh, 25, yeah. sorry, 25 full Full is it 20, 25, 25 full servings, yeah. Is it yeah. the Canadian dollar or what? <laughs> I'm assuming it's Canadian dollar. Okay, so maybe it's like it might what's actually the be what's the conversion? Might, might be twenty US. <laughs> well no, I think it would say C A on here if it was doing that. No, no, no. Canadian websites don't list the C A D. They usually just put up their own pricing. Okay. I'm guessing this is probably what what that's fifty US? That's still pretty fucking high. Yeah. Oh, you get twenty yeah. percent off. Are you get it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Please don't buy this tree burners. Buy buy something else. Go check out Fan of Pre Workout. Give me support. For 50, 50 bucks. Yeah. You got there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to choose from. The Especially now with, uh, with the discounts and so on, and with the sales. Recommended dose. Take this with food. No, you don't want to take this with food. You don't Especially when you're taking with. Sin- Especially when you're taking Cinderprint. Good grief. Oh, my brain hurts. My brain hurts. That's, a, that's not, not a lot for 50 bucks. Yeah, How people can come up with shit like that? Yeah, you can do Gorilla Mind, or you can do use Apollon. You can try an Apollon Nutrition, too. Vandal's another good Canadian company if you're looking to keep your money in Canada. Uh, Peak, I haven't tried uh, the Yummy Sports pre-workouts yet. Peak Performance Lab is another good one. Peak Performance Labs, yeah, they're good. Those guys make some pretty good shit. Yeah. You can um, also support Fuad. Fuad? Do we want to support Fuad? Yeah. I don't know. He, so I think he's... Shane Shane has a grudge against him now. Fuad said Domino's a shit. Shane, that got Shane on Shane's shit list. Dude, we, as I mentioned, <laughs> we can all pretty much state that Domino's and McDonald's, are, it's rubbish food, right? I'm not even arguing that. But, I mean, it's the speed. How fast they get that out to you. It's, I'm willing to sacrifice a lot of quality for the price and the speed that McDonald's provides. Okay? okay. It's as simple as that. that it, it, it makes up for everything. And Domino's brings it to your fucking house. I know Uber Eats does stuff like that, but still. Domino's will bring it to your house long before Uber Eats. Yeah. That's just, you can't beat it. Yeah. Uh, unless he crushed MK into his formula, no one's going to gain it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm assuming he had no intention of coming up with a brand until maybe he got approached by AAP. Disqualified. Yeah. And he was like, Definitely. oh, yeah. It's an it's a interesting spin to then say, because I'm sure if you're a loyal fan of his and then he just said, this is what I take, yeah. I'll be like, fuck yeah. Because you've got ingredients on there that you might think are like, Magical, but it's yeah, it's it's not anything we haven't seen before. Mm. Garage gym homie, what's up? 
here to give love to Robbie. Why only Robbie? What do you have against us? I'm insulted now. <laughs> no, because um, it, uh, I think today is um, uh, Ari's one year anniversary, and he started he started his channel. And uh, you know, I wished him a happy anniversary. And uh, awesome. you know, I guess uh, you know, again, once again, Ari, happy anniversary and congratulations on all the success and popularity of the channel. Yeah, man, welcome to the cesspool that is YouTube Fitness. It's awesome. Jump in. We're all swimming around in the muck. Uh, no, but in all seriousness, thank you for, for tuning into the stream and commenting, and good luck uh, growing the channel. It's interesting at times. It very is this, this world of YouTube and streaming. Brooke, I feel like the aim should be to make something that surpasses or enhances what is currently on the market. Ah, such high ideals, Brooke. Such high ideals. And then you realize this is the supplement industry, not something that is passable. Yeah, it's something that Robert and I actually discussed, I think, yesterday or something, that, uh, you know, that would be definitely a very welcome thing to the industry, but unfortunately, that's not the case. Yeah. Uh, while, while we're on a comment from Brooke, she sent me a list of topics to discuss. We touched on one or two of them that we did, Sane and I did the live on Thursday. Um, and I feel like this is a good one to, to discuss with all of you as well. So let me pull this up. Uh, it's on the current state of protein pricing in the industry. So can you all see all this here? No. Oh. Okay, here we go. Uh, so this is basically whey protein prices have been going up around the industry. We've been talking about this for a while. Uh, but now some of the, the, the price increases are actually starting to hit home on the the brand side. And so some brands have just kind of increased their prices without telling the consumers. Core Nutritionals and others have gone out and done this. So I, when Brooke said, hey, did you hear about Core raising the prices? I said, I've heard about it, but I haven't seen anything formal. So if you have something formal, can you please share it with me? Uh, so she sent me the email that they sent out. Have you got 88 unread emails? No, it's actually not unread. Like you scroll through here and like they're all red. So I don't know where the unread thing is coming from. I was like, dude, what kind of lunatic are you? You got unread no. emails? God no. damn it. No. I don't know where my, that, that is coming from. My OCD would kill me. Yeah, man. Like 80, 80 unread the comments. fact that that number is still there, though, and you haven't found yeah. out. Oh, I would, I would, I would, I'd be hunting down these emails. I'd be <laughs> deleting my entire inbox in trash just to find To be honest, I'm looking. I'm looking at this number for like half an hour and I'm like, what the it fuck? Has, Why is this guy is not reading his, his messages? It has to be older older emails, like long, long, long ago that you haven't read. It could be. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, back, back, back to the <laughs> So, you know, we got this one from Core and it says, due to unprecedented circumstances within the supply chain of the broader supplement industry, as of tomorrow, September 1st, 2021, we will be increasing the price on the following protein products, Core Pro, ISO, Post, and MRP. As such, you'll have one day left to purchase these products at their current prices as prices increase at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tomorrow afternoon. With prices, while prices are increasing, we will not, however, pass the full cost of these price increases onto our loyal Crush It customers. Instead, we will be absorbing a large portion of our added manufacturing costs. We do this to limit the impact of these price increases on our loyal customers and to continue to be a leading supplier of ultra-high quality products at very reasonable price points. Fortunately, we're giving everyone one week notice to stock up and purchase protein products at their current prices before the coming increase. Thank you for your continued support. Click the link below to start shopping. First off, thank you, Brooke, for uh, sending this our way. We appreciate that. 
Um, but yeah, guys, what do you think? Uh, so this is that, and I was talking to Mark over at Nutribio, as I mentioned earlier the other day. Um, they're getting ready to increase their protein prices if they haven't already. He said they're getting ready to bump up a little bit, and he said within the coming weeks, um, Optimum is actually going to be increasing their prices somewhere in like the five to eight dollar range as well across the board. I mean, this is pretty much inevitable at this point because the prices are like through the roof, even. You know, it's not just protein, like citrulline, uh, I think it was like around $9, $10 a pound, uh, a kilo. Now it's uh, 17 18 and uh, going straight to 20 That's double. Um, you know, uh, protein prices, especially isolate, it's just through the roof and pretty much everything. Casein is kind of holding on a little bit, but also increased as far as I know. Uh, but everything else is pretty much through the roof, uh, unless you want to kind of go to vegan. I, I know of one manufacturer who pretty much declared, and they're a big manufacturer, they're not going to do any whey protein, they're only going to do vegan and nothing else. You know, uh, I also heard that there is a manufacturer that doesn't do any proteins for time being. Um, it's a very, very tricky situation, but, um, you know, what Core is doing, what we are about to do, what everybody is doing in, on the market, you know, increasing the prices it's just pretty much inevitable at this point and a lot of brands are suffering um i mean everything that has to do with supplements or fitness industry there is a serious problem and uh, you know we, we can only uh, for most part from what i see the consumers are understanding and even the the supplement stores are sort of understanding as well um, because this is not done because we want to do it and we are doing it because we literally don't have a choice um, so it's just something that's inev inevitable. Um, I do hear that there are, of course, you know, some who are opposing to it and thinking that we just want to profit. But the truth is, is like right now to sell protein. Um, I mean, the reason why Core said what they said is that they're willing to absorb some of the, you know, loss is because obviously, you know, selling directly to the consumer, they're making more profit. So if they lose some money. They can take it, you know, when you're making a profit, and I'm not saying they are making it, I'm saying, generally speaking, a good protein uh, source will probably, the profit's gonna be anywhere. Uh, I don't wanna throw anyone under the bus, including myself, but I'm just, you know, I, I pride on the fact that we are very transparent here and tell the truth no matter what. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, you're making probably about $20, $25 profit, depends on the volumes that you buy, and et cetera, et cetera. So if you're losing a couple of bucks, selling directly to the consumer, you can still absorb it. And please, uh, everyone, ha uh, you have to understand that the profit that is made, obviously, you know, there is, uh, we are paying rent, we are paying salaries, we, there is a lot of cost, marketing costs associated with it. So we're not really making $20, we're making far less than that. But when you sell to, to a store and, uh, you know, the, the profit on protein, especially quality protein, was already pretty low, in some cases, like barely five, seven, eight dollars, right now that profit is non-existent literally non-existent it just uh i would say that some smaller companies even working at the loss unless they increase the price of protein it's pretty much a no choice situation that's the reason why i spoke to some brand owners uh, brand owners and they tightening up uh, the cost uh, the expenses when it comes to marketing they tightening up expenses when it comes to even employees uh, some of the employees been asked to take a pay cut uh, some employees have been laid off, you know, some products have been discontinued, um, 
it's it's just all across the board it's it's pretty bad i mean the price uh, last i heard the price of creatine monohydrate is higher than the price of create pure which is unheard of and completely bizarre but that's the case and good luck finding it so uh, i feel like the prices are, are going to keep going up because uh Last uh, I heard, you know, price of protein was supposed to drop a little bit. Not only it didn't drop, it actually kept increasing. Um, so, you know, I mean, kudos to to Core for sending out an email like that. But uh, this is something that's definitely not their fault, and it's definitely not greed. It's driven by uh, circumstances that are beyond our control. Lucas, have you seen increases in Europe? Yeah, man. Was it by a lot? 10, 12 percent. Oh. Yeah. Since, something I just found. Because it's uh, weight protein is so, a commodity. So since basically since last last month, uh, I can't tell the details. But what I can say is that uh, most of the biggest brands uh, they reached out and they said uh, they will be increasing the prices by, like, uh, like I said, from ten to twelve percent. It includes the, the the most, you know, the most known brands. We all probably know which one, but yeah, it's it involves basically not only whey protein but also you know other sources of protein. That's why, you know, many companies starting to, you know, go with the, the vegan route, as Robic said. Uh, but I've noticed for quite some time that the vegan, you know, varieties, not only from functional food standpoint, but also like a protein, are getting more and more popular nowadays. And, you know, uh, also, like, more people are interested in, like, stocking these products. So, uh, we may uh, jump on jump on board with that. But it's, like, a, a long project when it comes to, like, protein and, and the vegan stuff. Because it, it takes a while, you know, to adjust. Because, basically, for us, for many, many years, like, why was the, was the king? But as you as you probably all know right now, we, we focus basically on like other ventures and other categories. As due to the Rona situation and so on, the interest and the demand on the whey protein dropped in, in Europe a lot. And not many people are like investing in this in this kind of products because they're hard to move nowadays. The shipping is a pain in the ass and also what plays a big role is that, you know, the situation with the restrictions between, you know, our countries also plays a massive role, you know, so yeah. if, for example, if we want to like, I don't know, import stuff from uh, UK, it takes yeah. such a long, it's such a long time, you know, to, to get stuff. From UK, so you can imagine if we if we would like to import stuff from US, how much long we would have to wait, you know, for the, for the stock to arrive. So that is why you know we, we try to focus basically on other on other ventures, you know, and and sell different stuff 
right now just to pass the, the, the hard times, you know. But I think that it's just, it's just a matter of time. I think that, uh, you know, uh, the situation will stabilize soon. Uh, I, uh, I've heard, you know, some rumors, you know, back in the days and like five, six months earlier before that, you know, I talked with Doc and he said that he will probably have to, you know, increase the prices. And I like what he did that he not only mentioned it at his podcast, but he also like sent a mass uh, mail to his partners and so on, just to like say, you know, guys, the situation stands like this. I need to like increase the prices. And I fully agree with that, you know, because we all are grew men and, you know, you can go to a, like, uh, I don't know, food store and you can see the prices of the foods. Everything is going up and the, the inflation is like, is doing its thing. So yeah, I've noticed that everywhere I paid, I pay nowadays, uh, more for energy, for the internet, for all the bills, you know, everything was, is, is, went up dra drastically. So, yeah, you need, you need to keep that in mind that also, like, the, the sources of protein and uh, other, other stuff will go up and uh, the prices will be, will be higher. And, you know, that's why, you know, I like to have this podcast and the audience and I also want to like you know report to people that you know if you like the brand support the brands you know and you know try to be uh not only respective but also be uh engaged with with the with the entire situation because you know it's it's it costs everyone you know you know their their lifespan so yeah I think when they said costs were going up last two months ago, I bought fifty pounds of stuff. Fifty yeah. pounds of protein. Yeah. yeah it start... has like a they have like a twelve bag, a twelve pound bag mm -hmm. in Australia, New Zealand. I think it's like a US. Yeah. Well, equivalent one hundred ten US. So I bought I think it was like five bags of it. I was like, yeah, that should last me. It hasn't gone up yet, but yeah. I, I think brands will tell you when it's going up, but I don't think retailers are going to tell you when it's going up. Yeah, yeah, that's it's, what I'm, I'm. I mean, it's, that's asking that's asking a bit too much for retailers to universally up prices of protein. Yeah. So I'm like, do you think just, it's on the brands to explain why they're doing it? Like, do you think the brands should do it or not really? No. To be I fair, think I it's think, a, it's 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 universally known right now that the entire world, not just the supplement industry, everything is going up in price. So I think that people more or less understand. Again, it's very, very nice to let people know because, uh, you know, sometimes you will see an increase without seeing an increase. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. you, you're paying $10 for something and then all of a sudden you're buying the same very product and thinking that you're paying 10 but you end up paying 12 Obviously, you know, there is a difference. So it's nice when they say, on the other hand, would I get offended? No. I mean, uh, I, I think I, I told you this before. Uh, I buy chicken and rice often from, from a place next door to a pond, and it was always $12, always. Now, mm -hmm. all of a sudden, I went in, and it's $15. I mean, that's a 20% increase, and uh, nobody said anything to me when I was ordering, and I, obviously, I don't pay attention to the menu because I order the same shit every day when I right. go in. 
but uh, did it like bother me or anything like that? I mean, there are things in life that bother me far more than that, and this is something that is pretty much to be expected. We went uh, and, like I said earlier today, uh, we went to uh, to get Jessica a car. Uh, you know, and we wanted something very, very simple. So we wanted to get a Honda Civic, which is at least typically was at least about two hundred dollars. I mean, that was it. Well, number yeah. one, Civics are not in stock. They just they don't have them. You know, we went to another car dealership. They also didn't have any cars. Finally, we went to Kia. I mean, it's a it's a cheap car, but it's nothing wrong with it, especially as a starter car. You know, obviously, I'm not one of those parents who's going to spoil my daughter. I still ex expect her, fully expect her to pay me back on a monthly basis. But that's not the point. The point is, is that Kia was like $99 to $150 because we went with the lowest one. You know, I mean, the, the smallest one, the cheapest one and all that. Yeah. So we wanted to lease that car, and uh, we expected that the price would be a little bit more expensive. So if the price was like $99 for a lease to $150, we expected it to be around 200 or low 200s or something like that. Well, yeah. guess what? They hit us with almost $400. Almost $400. I mean, fuck, I paid for Lexus pretty much as much when I got it for a lease. So that just tells you, I mean... <laughs> we didn't get it. We didn't get it. So, you know, we're going to try to explore other options and stuff. But, yeah. I mean, that's a cheap car. And we're talking about 300% increase, if not more, in price. That's a little steep. You know, but, and again, you went with expectations that it will be more expensive, but not to that extent. So, some companies do take advantage and go a little bit too far. But, in, in, in you know, in most cases, you kind of expect that everything, whether it's uh, meat, poultry, um, you know, supplements, cars, everything went up in price. I mean, the prices of houses here are absolutely through the roof. Same here. I think that is worth for project. I just think that if someone wants to know, like, I, I think that we, we, we say that it's probably common knowledge that protein's increasing but i think if you're a general consumer and you go into the store and you buy your amino for 50 or sorry 30 your pre-worker for 50 and your protein's usually 50 and it's now 70 you're probably going to be like what the fuck right so at least hopefully retailers are there to be like it's yeah absolutely what yeah, I, right. I would hate i would i hate to see is if like because if you remember back in like the uh, in that amino spiking time mm -hmm. We saw a lot of different strategies to uh, compete with the amino spikers, and uh, the five yeah. pound became the four pound. I, I don't know if you remember, like it was, they just kept using the five pound tub, but slowly everyone just started putting four pounds in, and then that became. But it's still the case. It's still the case. Oh yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't ever going to go back. But yeah. like, what I would hate to see is like, you know, people start using WPC thirty or something or putting three pounds or making up half the serving with maltodextrin. And I haven't seen any of that yet, but I think, I think it's cause universally, cause back when everyone was amino spiking, not everyone wanted to amino spike. So they did other ways they could compete. Now I think everyone just kind of seems to be universally just being like, okay, we'll raise the price. So it's, uh, I don't think it seems that, that bad yet. Still, the prices are still very reasonable. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's going to change you're... definitely, and prices are going to go up. But you know that 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 what you just mentioned, I wouldn't rule it out as a possibility. I'm pretty sure that you know some companies will resort to those tricks. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, that's what. Uh, it's interesting. That's something that Mark had said when we were on the phone. He said, you know, it's companies would do the amino spiking thing, but he says you're not really going to be saving much money right now, even if you tried to spike, do the amino spike <laughs> because indiv- the prices of individual amino acids right now are so expensive through the roof anyway, so that it's it's absurd. You know, well, people use creatine, yeah, yeah, creatine, glu- even glutamine's pretty pretty pricey right now. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. $5 donation from Brooke. Thank you, Brooke. Donation towards fallen ideals, Polish roads, incontinence, and bad math. There we go. Thank you very much, Brooke, for the generosity and the support. We appreciate it. Well, with this rate, appreciate it. Yeah, with, the, with this rate, uh, I think Poland's going to have the best roads within a year. Yeah. Pretty much. Brooke, like- we are making so much progress. I can't imagine. You've only got like three roads or something, don't you, Lucas? <laughs> yeah, we built one. Last one goes north, yeah. one goes south. Even president was out there, was opening it. So yeah, hooray for us! <laughs> and just as a reminder to everyone, with the uh... oh, actually, this was something I wanted to uh, ask Shane about and see if he would actually ever wear. So we've talked oh. about Shane and how we're it's trying to get him Crocs to start again? wearing Crocs. No. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're going to show me a nice color of Crocs, even though that's not possible. Then it doesn't matter yeah. what. You Would you wear these, Shane? <laughs> oh no! What the it's fuck is that? Slippers. <laughs> Isn't that old man shoes? It is old man shoes. Yeah, old man shoes. No. L- Lucas said something like, "Fuck you! You're not wearing that." Or I said, "No, I'm not. I'm not wearing that." But yeah, those are definitely old man shoes. Wait, you don't wear that. You don't wear those out. Uh, do you? you don't wear those out? I, those are... This was at the store. I don't even own a pair of these. No, but like, I mean. It suits you, but anyway, these these are these are these are for home. These are slippers, right? Yeah, like you yeah. go sit on your back deck, and when you're smoking a cigar or something, you, you put these on. Look how much I mean, colorways you've got. They look they look gross, but whatever. A little bit, a little bit. They look better than Crocs, to be honest. Free for Poland. Well, yeah, they're much more aesthetically right. pleasing. Right. You could actually wear them with some dress pants or something if you wanted to. I mean, I still wouldn't be caught dead outside of them, but you know. I'm a scruffy person, but those are ugly. Where is the? Thank you, Brooke, for the fat, awesome cash flow. The fat discount. <laughs> Brooke should get like a special, special discount just for her. Your money going to work, Brooke. We're gonna repave these Polish roads and make them better. Right here. I don't know what the fuck this is. <laughs> That's Poland, isn't it? Fuck you, Shane. <laughs> this, soon is as I fucking, s- this is fucking you. This is not Poland. As soon as I saw it, I was like, oh shit, I've been there. Yeah. Or we can go through and see Shane's home gym. You have the new PRs written up there, Shane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yesterday was rubbish, but uh, we were mostly doing one to three reps because we were bored. Okay. My deadlift, oh, my deadlift, this is 466. I think I, think I did a 485 the other day. There you go. Oh, no, no, I did two for 485. That was a big one. There you go. Are you still in cut cut mode? Or are you uh... just 
He's on a cup of the entire year. Sticking to my same diet. Like I said, I'm 210 pounds. I wanted to go to Poland at 200 pounds. That was the goal. Yeah. So I got 10 pounds to go. It's not that hard. Well, I say that now. (laughs) That one road in Poland. (laughs) I love the anger from Lucas. (laughs) Yeah, the, the angle of the photo made it look like a pathway, but we obviously know it's a road. Correct, yeah. <laughs> the look of non-amusement on <laughs> Lucas's face. <laughs> right now. Ty, Ty, did you, was that actual Google, or was that someone's photo? No, that was the photo I took when I was at the distillery ah. a couple weeks ago. You know what? I'm just going to Google Polish, Polish, road? Polish road, Poland road. Oh, you will find some. Oh, they look pretty nice. Uh, no. They look, quite, they look pretty nice. Here we go. Here's they're, not as bad, they're not as bad as Robert was making it out to be. Oh, no, that first one. Ooh. Here, we'll come back to this question. Always, you will always find the black sheep. <laughs> highways in Poland. I bet highways in Poland are really... There we go. See? That's the one oh, main road through Poland. There you go. Oh, look at this. Look oh, at this fucking beauty. Looks exactly, looks exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. Lucas, what side of the road do y'all drive on there? I'm not making a joke. I seriously don't know. It's the American side. It's the right side, isn't it? Yeah, like, so your steering wheel, is it on the left side of the car or the right side of the car? Right side. Yeah. Okay, so it's like England then. Oh. I'm pretty sure it's only the UK, Australia, no, no, no. and New Zealand drive on the left-hand side. I don't know. Like, so your steering wheel is on the right side of the car, not the left side. Lucas, do you drive no. on the left-hand side or the right? The steering wheel wheel is on the on the left side of the yeah, car. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but so you it's dri- like America, but you, yeah, but, but you, drives but on the right. You, but you drive on the right side. Yeah, the UK and Australia. In New Zealand, yeah, UK, uh, UK is only fucked up. Yeah. No, no, we're, New Zealand and Australia are the same. New Zealand as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's badass. Signs. Here we go. Interesting. I never saw. I never saw this sign. <laughs> I actually. Well, it's on Google, Lucas. It has to be real. Yeah, I actually got to be true. I actually found a road sign under my house. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know who put it there, but I, I went and I went and uh, drilled it into my into my gym. That's, there you go. Yeah, I you know. What the some, hell does this mean, Lucas? We we yeah, can you can you read this? Can you read this one? We podkey. Can you say it once again? We podkey. <laughs> the fuck does that mean? The podkey. It means accidents. Oh, uh, to be honest. Like, what caution you might run over a child or something he looks like he's james bond in the front of that car yeah. like sliding across the front it doesn't look like he's been hit what just the hell is this don't hit a train that's pretty obvious yeah. is that what that's supposed to be that's supposed to be a train yeah it's a train yeah okay. well, i don't know what else it could be it could look like a tv no we these are the, the you know the, the, the train in the cities. Yeah, okay. on the cable on the, on the lines. Yeah, yeah. This is low shoulder, <laughs> uneven road. Yeah, that's what I thought Polish roads were like. 
Or there's the track for the cars to go through right there. Like your wheel has to fit perfectly in that little divot. <laughs> I'm not going to describe this one. These are funny. They describe us perfectly. There we go. Do you see the price increase transcending to other products, collagen, for instance, or other things like amino acids? Yes. We know that caffeine we see go up a little bit, but that's starting to come down, at least based on what I've heard recently. Caffeine should be coming back down. Um, other ingredients, it's not necessarily like the ingredients themselves going up, but it's like the transportation costs that are causing the ingredients yeah. to go up. Yeah. And that's the main factor that plays a role in the, in the price increase as well, because if you're importing for from far, far away, it's, it makes a big difference, you know? Yeah. But if, if, if the ingredient is low, if it's local, then it's, it's, it's making, it, it's not a problem. For example, if you guys import creatine, I don't know, from China or from Europe, I think that right now the, your main provider is, is uh, China, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I think that it's not that cost, you know, how, how is, is, is cost-wise, it's, it's more expensive right now or not for you guys? For creatine it is, but I think that has a lot of it. It's not necessarily like the, the raw ingredient itself. It's more of like the shipping delays and the paying for the actual like fees that you do for transportation of like buy a cargo container to ship it over and then like all the extra dock fees and all that other stuff, the tariffs and everything. Yeah. That's what's contributing to the yeah. inflated prices. Not so much the actual raw material itself has gone up. I mean, that's gone up a little bit, but mm -hmm. it's all the other costs that are added into it, which come into the end result product that the manufacturers are going to charge supplement companies. So, I'm happy that I'm, I'm close to Germany because they're like the main provider of the German creatine. So, I, I, I was wondering if that's why I haven't seen price increases down here because the boats are taking like a year to get here. So, you know, <laughs> our, prices, our prices aren't jumping up for a while. Yeah, I don't know. Donation could always be used as venture capital for merchandise, <laughs> that is something we do need to get on. We need to design an array of stuff. Oh, well, she's we can, got that one. We can, uh, not today. We can all, we can save it up. And then when we go to an event, we'll all buy McDonald's on the, on, on the house. There we go. Brooke, Brooke's funding our McDonald's run. How well, much money we already collected? I, think oh, I need to go back and tabulate it. It's, it's, it's a decent amount. 50 or something? Damn. That's yeah. A yeah, what are we doing awesome. the food challenge? Uh, as soon as Middle Earth comes uh, out of oh, uh, yeah. the Q zone. It's it's looking good at the moment. They said I come out a week from Tuesday. Okay. So you come out meaning what? He's coming out of the closet on We week can we can, we can go down to what we call level 3 and then that means we can uh, we then get access to fast food and I'm allowed to increase my bubble to one or two more people i believe it is so you can like at the moment you have your household contact that's those are the only people you can talk to and see yeah, and, how do they and, actually go and enforce that well, never mind we don't we, this doesn't need to be a conversation well, the they air. just they just they just they just trust us i guess yeah but the numbers have come down we were at 80 cases a day uh on on monday now we're down to like 20. Mm -hmm. so it's coming it's coming down and yeah so if we you get want down, to hit zero, right? Oh, they'll we'll probably hit zero. 
that's the thing. New Zealand doesn't have anybody coming in. And, yeah. like, everyone, as weird, as strict as it sounds, everyone listens. Like, I mean, not everyone. There'll be, like, the odd one or two, but it's not a large population. Yeah. And it's only my city and the top half of the country. The bottom half have already come out. Okay. So it's, uh, yeah, a week okay. from Tuesday, and mm -hmm. I will have McDonald's, and then I'll also have it on Sunday with you guys. Yeah, okay, so maybe, all right, so next Tuesday, so maybe, or no, a week from this Tuesday, so. Around the 19th, 20th, somewhere around there. Yeah, we'll do it then. Yeah. That'll work. That's so long as I come out. I don't know if they might extend it. They might be like, oh, surprise, two more weeks. Who Two knows? more weeks to slow the spread, which we've been hearing for a year and a half now. Uh, how long does a caffeine break need to tr be truly effective and reset tolerance? I mean, 12 hours. There you go. In Lucas's case, about three and a half hours. You know, probably a week, two weeks. Yeah, I, thought it, I thought it was like two weeks to a month. Yeah, I mean, like, if you want to completely, like, go back to, come, like, initial baseline, take take four weeks off, take a whole month off. But, I mean, if, if you just take a week off of caffeine, you, you you get a pretty pronounced, like, kick in the pants from it if you do it again. Of course, it also depends on how you metabolize, into, like, your genetics, to, like, are you a fast or a slow metabolizer of caffeine? How much are you using caffeine currently? Like, are you ingesting 1,500 milligrams a day now? Or are you doing, like, 200 milligrams a day, and that's it? 10 days off every three months. I mean, that's not bad. I mean, that's okay. more better than like 90% of people that use caffeine do. What's the point? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's no reason to necessarily <laughs> do it unless you find yourself like you are constantly having like double and triple scoop or pre-workout or, you know, you're guzzling an energy drink every hour and a half or something. Lucas um, was the reason that caffeine went up. Life is too short. Probably so. 200 to 300 per day. Oh yeah, man. I, that's well within the, the tolerable limits of paper <laughs> every day. Can I break? Lucas is like, I, I sprinkle that on my dinner. Dude, that's yeah. how much that's how much I take for for the morning pickup. That that's what Lucas takes when he resets his receptors. Yeah. That's yeah. Lucas maintenance dose. Today today when I woke up, today when I woke up, over time six cups, three cups of chaos and a gram of salt. Thank you. <laughs> so Christ. my recept my receptors are all fine. Well, and and that's not all the caffeine you took for the day. Oh fuck no, bro! That was just the beginning. <laughs> Guys, uh, Jojo, who was uh, the guy who was asking us questions about um, um, his win, yeah. remember last last week uh, about contest prep? So mm -hmm. he he sent me a question a couple of days ago. I promised that we're going to answer it. So the question is for the final scoop. No stims for the rest of your life or no sex for the rest of your life? Ooh. That's a good question. I was like, I promised them we're going to answer. Okay, well, before, we, before we'll get to that in one second. Uh, we'll wrap up Garage Gym Homies thing. Uh, I want to be an accurate reviewer and practice restriction. Yeah, 200 to 300 a day. I don't even say you need to, like, really cycle off caffeine. I mean, that's that's well within the... No, hell no. Don't go to cold turkey. Yeah, I mean you're you're well within the the safe tolerable range. Yeah. I mean if you want to take it off just to you know just try it, that's fine. I mean there's there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, Ari, during that time just review protein. Yeah, or stimulant free pre workouts like yeah. bare knuckle, and you can save fifteen percent. 
for a fat discount. <laughs> no caffeine, nope. Yeah, agreed, Brooke. I've done caffeine stim breaks before, and I just get, eh. I just, I, it, I don't get the headaches from it or the lethargy, like a lot of people will get. I just, I don't, and I don't notice that profound like. Woof. So I guess I'm fortunate in that kind of thing. Sciatica pain every time I stop, and I found it's common. Hmm. Never actually heard about that. That's interesting. I don't, know. I don't know what it is. Sciatica pain, like the sciatic nerve in your ass cheek. Yeah. Like if that gets compressed, you start to get like this tingling in your foot. Hmm. Never heard that. That definitely interesting. Yeah. Uh, all right. So who's gonna go first answering? I feel like Shane should be the first. Uh, my question is. Yes. All right. So if you can't, if you can't have sex. There are but can you do other, other things? I'm assuming look the question was very straightforward. It said Yeah, it's very sex. straightforward, just too long. So you can no, do sir. other things overall, I assuming uh what else you got on there? Well no, I'm I'm playing the foo ad card and I'm gonna find the hole in the question to where I'm gonna find yeah, the, the hole in the question is it's just not sex. You can do other things to pleasure each other. You can't yeah, but, but no, you, you can't. can. You I'm, can. It's you can. Six. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hold on, hold on a second. Sex, oral sex is also sex. Uh, not in my definition. Disagree. Disagree uh, as well. Drastically different. <laughs> well, well the, 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 that's the whole. But let's assume no but sexual even then, activity. Even... Yeah, let's assume no sexual activity whatsoever. Uh, <sighs> or no stems. I mean, like I said, I mean, this is just a question that we were asked. I, I don't know what the, the right way of, uh, you know, what he meant by that, but uh, let's assume no sexual activity, no contact with another person. Sexual. Hold on, hold on. What about the stems? What stems he means? To be fair, he, he he's saying he's saying the broad category of stimulants. He said no stimulants whatsoever. So that means no, no cocaine, no cocaine, no meth, no DMAA. Shrooms. Uh, I, I don't think that's a stimulant. I don't think that's, that's more of like not a, a yeah, that's not psychoactive a substance, but not a yeah. stimulant necessarily. How about crack? That's a stimulant. <laughs> that's a stimulant. <laughs> that would be a stimulant. Stimulant. <laughs> Meth. Uh, yeah, all of that stuff. Um, Those are drugs. Is that not a different classification? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, well, yeah, that also means no coffee either, and I really like coffee. Uh, is uh, ephedrine considered stim? Yeah, it is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely a stimulant. Oh, it's so broad, <laughs> <laughs> so broad. Now, if it was no sex or no caffeine, I think I would oh. say no caffeine, and then I'd figure out some other stimulant. Yeah, yeah, no I, 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 I can get on with that. No stim means no pre-workout. If we could put the caveat that you're allowed to do other things with your partner, just no sex, I could, I could be fine, and just say no sex. I think. I think my wife's probably listening. And uh... <laughs> Nikki, Sorry, if you're listening in the comments, please let us know your opinion. I'm gonna say I, I love stimulants. <laughs> <laughs> well, now see, all right. So, all right. It is Father's Day though, so I probably won't get in trouble. <laughs> well, Shane, in in this instance, okay. So, and so, if you don't get in trouble, no stimulants or no sex. That doesn't mean you can't service her if she has needs you just can't receive it i can yeah. receive some no no you can't she she can oral sex oral sex is not sex 
I think if we Googled six, it's not going to say, you know, dicks and mouths, okay? I think I know what it's going to say. <laughs> okay? So I'm saying uh, we, can all, we can do everything other than the general term of, of, of sexual intercourse. I think I'm thinking. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on yeah, a second. I think you're, I'm fucking, you, you, you're getting yourself into a fucking deep hole with this one. So you're going to approach your wife and you're going to say, honey, I'm not going to have sex with you, but I'm going to receive oral sex. You're going to pleasure me, plus I'm going to have stims. I'm good to go, but you're we not going to get any. We can, we can, we can, we can trade. We can swap seasons. <laughs> you can take turns. May not be the, that big of a loss if you choose stims. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be ooh, that. Uh, very true. That's, that's very true. Yeah, depending on your the, the frequency of your uh, escapades, might you might actually might not be missing out on that much. Um, stems, stems. Yeah, you that's choose stems or you choose sex. Stems, stems. Holy fuck! Whoa. Okay, what are you gonna say then? You can do other stuff. You can do other stuff. You can do other stuff. Sex. I'll just. just uh, I'll, 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 I'll remain friends with Lucas, and it's gonna his stem consumption is gonna rub off. So I'm gonna get that, that yeah. energy hey, from him. Lucas, Lucas, what are you gonna say? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Robic is Robic is all alone here. I'm going with. <laughs> That's because Robbie's got that backdoor access to like some secret Russian chemical that's brewing over there in the Soviet Union. He's got to have that. He's like an idiot. Seriously, when you said backdoor, I had completely different thing in my mind. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> because since Shane said that oral sex is not sex, well, backdoor sex is, mm. and everybody's silent. That's a good point. It's a good like hmm. I'm embarrassed yeah. I know you. We're embarrassed <laughs> to know you. You make you make you make I did, I, I, did, I did Yeah, that's true. But I didn't know that, you know, I I'm just I promise we gotta answer this question and I knew this question was gonna be bad. Shane, that's that new level, Shane. We've hit that new level. <laughs> let, let, let's let's play uh let, let's play let's play two case scenarios. Scenario number one, uh, you know, right none whatsoever on not on no stems. Like none, no oral, no nothing, just no sack. Oh, no, 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 let, no, let, no, let, no, let, no, let's no. say no ejaculation. How is that? We're gonna be scientific. Well, no, 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 no. Stems can can I'll figure it out. <laughs> In that case, I'll just take tubs of lines mane each day just to crush my libido. So that way I can still have my stems. I'll just take enough lines mane to where my balls fall off. Yeah, man. <laughs> no. In that instance, in the caveat, in the in the clarification, the amendment to the Constitution that Robbie just posited, um, I'm going to – I'll choose the uh, – I'll get rid of the stems in that case. As I uh, said, priorities. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> most reasonable. We've got our priorities <laughs> straight. <laughs> Even Brooke is agreeing with us. <laughs> that should tell you something. <laughs> oh, all right, gentlemen. I think that's a that's that's the good high note to end on end this episode on. 
who wants to do the uh, the outro this week? Lucas is uh, untouched. I mean, he's untouchable. Nobody Shane. can compete with Lucas. Shane can do that. Do, do the do the outro for us. He's also good with the algorithms and so on. Hold up. Oh, okay, sorry, I just had to turn bloody screen off. Um, okay, thank you for listening. I appreciate everyone coming in and sitting down for two hours while we ruin your Saturday. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe and leave a comment. We didn't get to it this week because sometimes the, the YouTube comments don't show up. Uh, we'll make sure we answer it next week. But um, also leave a review on iTunes as it helps elevate us in the almighty, almighty algorithm that controls everything in our lives. Is that good? That was outstanding. Thank you. Yes. And and, if I... Oh, and get a fat discount of 15% <laughs> off uh, with coupon code FINALSCOOP at ApolloNutrition.com. <sighs> Thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you all next week. Go Tigers. Uh.